Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And you can also find us on Facebook Live and on YouTube if you have a question comment concern you can get that in on facebook or youtube we are streaming live there got shirley rhodes the chan man here troy d to my left and we'll open up the delcor players lounge on today's edition of pirate radio live hold nailers coming up in just a couple of seconds he's connected on the pit electric live line we got ryan jones rajay harris xavier smith all later on this hour miles berry jeremy lewis in hour two and isaiah winstead in hour three we'll sprinkle in some brian bailey also play-by-play voice of south florida jim lauk I uh, interviewed him earlier today uh, to talk some football before he wanted to go ahead and do it before he lost power and I didn't know it was going to happen down there. So we got to talk weather as well, Troy D. And just real quick off the top there, I guess everything's on the table right now for this game this weekend. Nothing definitive yet. True. Uh, a lot of people wondering what's going to happen with this game. There's a Hurricane Ian that is forming and uh, looks like it's going to hit the Gulf Coast side of Florida um i was just looking at uh some of the latest projections on that so uh for the national weather service uh you know by friday uh around 2 a.m in the morning and gonna be pretty you know not too far off uh from tampa there and then uh, it's moving unfortunately kind of this way we're gonna get some of the remnants of this over high the weekend. school football has already been moved yeah so uh, this week a lot of people wondering whether this game would be moved to greenville honestly i think that would be a mistake because one uh looks like the storm's headed this way and we're, if you look at the forecast for saturday it's not going to be very good here uh so i don't know if moving it here is the solution or just hanging tight and trying to get the game in in florida as long as you know it's not too terrible down there and they have power i don't know this is one of those touchy deals clip yeah. there's not an easy answer for this and um you know, we'll continue to monitor the situation, keep people up to date as always, as far as uh, any announcements that are made. But I guess there's always a chance just for a postponement on this thing. Yeah. But then, you know, then you can run in and when do you play it? You know? Again, everything on the I, table right now. Once we have some details, we'll yeah. pass it along. But kind of waiting to see what Ian does. But, but uh, man, five home games in a row. I don't know, man. Just, I don't know if I could do it, Cliff. All right, well. I'll to, be here. I'm gonna have to way. get an IV bag to get it done. Wherever it's played, we'll yeah, be here. With I know you we'll Saturday cover it either on way. The Bud Light no pregame doubt. tailgate. Uh, speaking of covering it, that's what we did this weekend. Uh, another fun weekend. We enjoyed ourselves out there. Beautiful weather for football and the uh, and the tailgate and the free boot Friday and everything that goes along with football. But I was gonna say we could get to. Uh, the pit electrical live line if you want to i would love to and talk to holden Naylor's east carolina quarterback who joins us here on pirate radio live holden how you doing today hey guys how you doing we're making it hope you're doing well holden how much um right now is that is the hurricane and weather being discussed are you fully focused on the bulls and what you got to do on the football field yeah i mean we're definitely focusing on uh you know what we can't control but that is stuff that i mean you kind of discuss especially early in the week i mean there's like, I mean, we're here in the same room as y'all are, so 
Um, there's definitely some uncertainty going there, but as of right now, I mean, we're preparing to go down there to Tampa and play them this Saturday. Holden, how are you doing after last Saturday? I know it was a tough loss for this program, and uh, we heard you on the post game. You know, you took a lot of responsibility and accountability. It's a team sport. It's not any one person. There were a lot of things that probably went wrong for East Carolina that could have resulted in a, a victory otherwise. But how are you doing, and uh, how is the team doing now as they try and move forward? Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose, it's going to be tough, especially in conference play in a game that you know we felt like we should have won. Um, if, if things would have went a little bit differently, but. Um, you can't let one loss turn into two, and we just got to learn from it. And um, it, it, it can't really be a loss for us. It's got to be a lesson, and let us learn from it and, and get ready for this next one. And uh, you know, try to stack some wins together from here on out. On the flip side, you know, I saw with this about some people with some folks yesterday. You know, you look at AC really almost. Uh, two plays away if you want to look at it from being potentially four and oh uh four points away from or five points away from that uh the margin of victory and defeat in these games is very thin at times and uh, east carolina a couple things happen the other way uh east carolina is looking at a four and oh record right now and potential top 25 rankings so uh, it, it is crazy just how a game can turn on just a play or two yeah absolutely uh, i mean anytime um, you're gonna play. You're gonna play some good teams in this conference, and obviously, State's a good team too. And uh, anytime you're gonna be in games like that, I mean, you're gonna have to make critical plays, and we just haven't made them um, to this point. Now, that's something like I said, we just gotta learn from it and and make them down the road to make this season um, as special as we want to make it. So. Uh, we, we definitely know we have the team to, to win these games, and we just got to go there and do it. Holt Naylor's joining us, Pitt Electric Live Line. Holt Naylor's on Saturday night, 22 of 34, 267, two touchdowns and one interception. And, of course, that interception, Holden, came late in regulation. The old cardinal sin, don't throw across your body. Almost looked like you knew immediately after you did it uh, what happened there. So I'm sure you've looked back at it. You know, what could have, should have gone right on that play if you didn't make that throw? Yeah, I mean, I should have just took it. Um, I probably would have got uh, tackled or sacked there, but um, I was scrambling. I should have just, just ate the ball. Um, I was called a timeout and get on to the next play. And I think there was 25 seconds left at the time. We were at the 50-yard line. So, obviously, we had to get, uh, you know, get some yards in a, in a short amount of time. But should have just got tackled there and uh, or made as many you know, yards as I could because, I mean, I was you know about to get tackled there. That's kind of why I threw it. Um, one of the reasons that I threw it, you know, I definitely shouldn't have thrown it. Just took the tackle, uh, took the time out, and then just kind of went on from there. Holden, was this Navy defense something that you know during the game was a little bit different than what y'all saw on tape? Did they kind of change things up uh, for ECU, and did that cause any confusion? Yeah, I mean, they definitely schemed us up pretty good. I mean, they they had a really good game plan for us, and they had a bye week before us to um, change some things up, and they definitely did that and changed some of their tendencies that they did. And um, I mean, it was. They, they did a really good job of pressuring us when they needed to and then dropping out when they needed to as well. So um, they certainly had a good game plan. And, it, I mean, it felt like you know we were in second along a lot of the times in that game, and that's what happens when you, when you have a good game plan like that. You guys have been able to respond to loss as well in the past. How about Sunday's practice, Holden? What was the, uh, the temperature out there for the, uh, the team there coming off that loss Saturday night? Yeah, I mean, anytime you lose is going to be hard, especially in a game like that. Um, and but I mean, when we got an older team. You know, we've. I mean, one thing about you know changing the program is you've been through losses before and you know how to handle it. So, uh, and we know how to bounce back. You know, we know how important this week is and uh, how important it is to, to get on to South Florida and let this one you know kind of get the bad taste out of our mouth. 
Oh, Naylor's joining us. Uh, you lost one of your weapons uh, Saturday night during the game, Keaton Mitchell, and I guess it was said in the post game afterwards that it's not a serious injury. Uh, but how's uh, Keaton doing right now? He's doing good. You know, he was in the training room. I was in the training room actually this morning with him, and he, he's moving around well. So um, I think it's just you know a bone bruise or, or of some sort of that. Uh, so he should be ready to go Saturday. Oh, Naylor's joining us as uh, they prepare for South Florida. Also, keeping one eye on uh, what's happening with the weather. And man, Troy talked about the, the the close losses could be whatever. And you look around the country, you see the South Florida team have the ball with the chance to beat Florida, and then they try a field goal to tie it, miss it, and then they go out and get blown out by Louisville. Uh, Tulane, who you'll see in a couple of weeks. Goes to Manhattan, Kansas. Beats Kansas State. They lose to Southern Miss. It's like every week you almost have to just reset everything, right, Holden? It's like a brand-new game. And just because something happened last week doesn't mean it's going to happen the following week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from here on out, we're going to play good teams. Our conference is as a – I mean, we have a really good conference. Um, so, we're know we're going to play talented players and, and good teams. So, um, we just got to control what we can control and, you know, give our best every single week and, uh, you know, internally, we feel like we have a team that if we do go out there and play our best, that we, you know, we'll stack some wins together, and that's just what we got to do. Holden Aylers joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line, one of our Pirate Radio athletes. And uh, Holden, uh, I was going to talk about, you know, assuming this game is played as scheduled down in South Florida in Tampa, you know, just the first road game of the year. Hard to believe it. You know, we're in week five now, and we're just getting to the first road game. I got to imagine this team's, you know, sometimes you get tired of road games and stuff. You know, the guys I've talked to are actually excited to finally have a road game for a change. Uh, is that the feeling you have too? Oh, absolutely. Um, we're ready. Uh, I mean, just like a lot of fans, I mean, we love we love games in Dowdy Ficklin and everything about it that comes with, you know, Saturdays in the fall in Greenville. But um, it is it also, I mean, what makes college football cool, it is, you know, going on road games and playing in front of the opposing crowd. So um, we're looking forward to it, you know, whether it's in Tampa or wherever, wherever we're going to play this weekend. Um, we're looking forward to it. Holden, uh, we got to see what y'all saw a couple weeks ago, the uh, the uniform drop yesterday. In fact, coming up Tuesday on Pirate Radio Live, we'll talk to the designer of that uniform that's going around right now, uh, Will Treadway, I believe works with the Downey's Wood Ducks, former intern with ECU Athletics, but he'll join us on the show to talk about that uniform design. But it's, uh, it's a taste of modern with the past, and uh, the players had a great reaction to it. What do you think about the homecoming unis uh you'll be rocking in a few weeks yeah i can't wait i mean i there's cool than uniforms i've seen in a long time here um obviously the peach bowl uniforms rank pretty high up there and i mean they're pretty close to the peach bowl uniforms so i'm a huge fan of them troy did they get your approval you know i think it was interesting how they uh you know i like the added stripe which is kind of a throwback to the 90s and as holden mentioned the peach bowl team um i would have gone with a purple helmet uh, with the, I would I would have gone total throwback from the Peach Bowl unis. Well, sure, kept I, I would have like it was kind of a hodgepodge. You got the seventies, eighties pirate script. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the pirates on the front. I would have liked the East Carolina, which was what used to be on the jersey. You want a Peach Bowl uh, throwback? No, it doesn't. But I would have gone East Carolina. Even if you kept the pirate script, I would have gone a purple helmet there instead of white. Uh, but overall, the actual uniforms I do I do like. Yeah. Yes, they look pretty sharp. Yeah, no, I'm not complaining about them. I just 
if it was Troy D that designed them, they would have looked a little different. Hold on, we've had a lot of people chime in, including Troy, about the white helmets. We need to burn them, get rid of them. Do you think that you wouldn't have, ha- you wouldn't have thrown an interception at the end of the game if you were wearing a purple helmet the other night? Did the white helmet have something to do with that? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think the white helmet cursed me to throw that. Interception. <laughs> I think it was just me making a bad decision. Has there been a bonfire for the white helmets yet? There has not been. Um, well, it looks like we're going to wear them whenever we're wearing these jerseys, so uh, we'll, we'll break the curse. Then. Yeah, so I guess these will be the same white helmets with the new decal mm-hmm. on them. Yep. Yeah, well, maybe the new decal will help. <laughs> maybe that's the issue. We'll see. As uh, as fans and observers, we look for every single reason. A Just game looking is for lost. an edge. Yeah. All we're doing is trying to give you guys an edge. That's right. <laughs> Holden, uh, good stuff, man. You, you face the media after the game. You, you talk to us today. I know it's not easy, but I uh, appreciate you doing it. And uh, go get a win, and uh, we'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. See you, man. All right. Holden Aylers joining us. Pit Electric Live Line on the Delcor Players Lounge. Delcor, the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for residential and businesses over five decades. When it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing, you can always rely on the service professionals for any size job. Delcor, 321-8868 or visit DelcorInc.com. We now welcome in the Pirate Radio Studios with the Mariners throwback today. <laughs> As a hat guy, I love the hat. Ryan Jones joining us. How you doing, Ryan? Doing good. How y'all doing? I Th- thought it was Ken Griffey Jr. walked in for a second. <laughs> the kid. Uh, that's a good look. Uh, Ryan, three three weeks, three touchdowns. Uh, yeah. Chris Carter, the old Vikings receiver, they used to say all he does is catch touchdowns. And you got that going for you right now. So uh, congrats finding pay dirt once again, but it, it came in a loss. So uh, how you feeling here on this Monday? Um, It's definitely tough coming off a, a tough loss like that. I mean, um, just looking at the film yesterday, I mean, it looks like we're doing stuff the right way. So, I mean, we just have to find a way to um, just finish out these games. And it, it felt like the offense had a lot of momentum going into this game. And I don't know if it took a step back, but for one week, uh, that Navy defense looked pretty tough. You had four catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. Isaiah, a huge game for him. We'll talk to him later on. But I don't know. Did you feel like a step back was taken this week? Or do you still kind of think you got something going there on the offensive side? Uh, we still have something going. I mean, this uh, Navy had two weeks to prepare for us. So, I mean, that obviously had them. Uh, they had a little advantage on us. But, I mean, we just um, we had plays we had to make. So, I mean, we have some corrections to make on the offensive side. So, I mean, we're going to do that this week and just uh, prepare for South Florida. Oh, Naylor's talked about being an older team, and that does help a little bit when you do suffer a tough loss like this. Heck, you've already had two tough losses this season on field goals at the end of the game. So uh, you just kind of show up to work. Uh, Isaiah said earlier in the year, you got to show up, win or lose, right? So you just show up. Uh, how'd it go for you yesterday at practice when everybody got back together? Um, yesterday was good. I mean, definitely having an older team, the older guys are leading. So, I mean, uh, the younger guys are following suits. So, I mean, we know just uh, from playing and having experience playing college football, just you can't dwell on losses too long. Because, I mean, every week you have opportunity to win, uh, change the narrative. So, that's what we're planning on doing. Ron Jones joining us inside the Players' Lounge, tied in for ECU. Ron, I know it's still early, but uh, probably starting to take a look at this South Florida defense. What are you guys, uh, what tendencies have you picked up? What are you noticing when you look at the tape? Um, they play a lot of cover three. Um they have a lot of guys coming back from last year, but uh, uh, some of their primary guys are gone. So, I mean, they have a talented defense. So, I mean, we're going to have a challenge this week. So, I mean, we just have to come ready to work this week and uh, be prepared for uh, wherever we play Saturday. Ryan, you uh, control what you, what you can control. That's something that coaches say, we say, you say, everybody says. Are you keeping an eye on the weather, though? Because that could be a factor this week. So, have you you taken a look at that? Yeah, um, I actually saw something on, uh, on Twitter saying the USF is a uh, – I think like the dorms had to evacuate or something like that. So 
I'm not sure how we're going to play in Tampa this weekend, but have they talked to you guys about that at all yet as far as potential as whether this game gets played, whether it gets moved? Yeah, they haven't said anything yet. I assume uh, we probably figure something out within like the next few days, probably tomorrow. So Yeah. Either way, you got to prepare like it's going to yeah, happen, right? No so, doubt. <laughs> so the prep doesn't change, even though uh, the location or the game itself could change. And Troy, we had this pop up a few years ago where it was the Virginia Tech game, right? It wasn't played. Yeah. We rescheduled NC State for later that season That's right. and played it on championship. And week. it ended up being nice that weekend, I remember, where the game would have been played Virginia right. Tech. Yeah. If they had just let it play, it would, I remember the weather was sunny that day. Uh, the forecast didn't it didn't affect us like they thought it was going to. A lot of varsity, by the way, and JV teams affect high school throughout the area. Consult your local school, but I know Conley will be playing on uh, Thursday now. Yeah, uh, Jay Trose, A lot of Aiden Griffin. A lot of these schools are moving their varsity games to Thursday and the JV games to Wednesday. It looks like. And again, Ryan, above your pay grade, but like travel, flight, like all that stuff. Like yeah. we got to fly into it at some point. So yeah, it's a it's a weird week. Yeah. I mean, you do have a charter, so you can control your own destiny a little bit. Although you're dependent, all, even these charter companies, Clip, they have schedules and they have other, uh, you know, it's just not waiting for you. It's when the plane's available at your certain time because they've got other charters before and after you. So uh, all that stuff has to take in consideration. Ryan Jones joining us. Ryan threw uh, four games, two and two. Uh, how do you feel about your individual performance so far this season? Um, I feel like my, my, my performance has been pretty consistent. Um, I definitely have – I feel like I have more I can do. But, I mean, from the offensive side, we have a lot of guys making plays. So, I mean, we're we're showing a lot of strides on the offensive side. So, I mean, um, we're still just working to get to where we want to be um, for, for a conference play, you know. So, we're still just working as a whole. Man, one of the things you guys have been really good at is red zone offense. And they've hit you a couple of times and had you wide open. But is it tough when you're that wide open? Like, do you get nervous – when the ball's coming, it was uh, against Campbell, right, yeah. where nobody was around you. Do you think about it? Like, Yeah, I mean, when uh, when I saw the ball coming, it was almost like I was in disbelief. Like, I was that wide open. But, um, I mean, it's definitely the uh, one of the best feelings, you know. And then last week, you had the longer one. Well, that was your 23-yarder, I guess, last week? Yeah, yes, sir. And uh, you were able to, to catch that one, get into the end zone. So, they're finding different ways to get you and Shane and uh, even Aaron the football mm-hmm. out of that tight end room. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely uh, – we're 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 more so involved in the passing game. So I mean, we're we're just moving around different spots, and I mean they're uh they're just passing the ball, distributing it around to every uh, to all the guys. But you're a big guy too, blocking. It's it's one of those things that doesn't go on the stat sheet. Yeah. But boy, it makes a big difference when yeah. you hit the right block. Definitely. I'm Try glad to... you brought that up because we didn't talk to you last week. I highlighted it on Twitter. <laughs> the three guys at once. You like do you <laughs> do you ever go bowling? Because you knocked down three pins. <laughs> Were at you once. trying to, or just happened like you had the physics just perfect for that? <laughs> um, really, I was just trying to play hard and finish the play. So I mean, when you do that stuff, good stuff happens, you know. So you got one guy which, head on and took him down yeah. pretty good, and the other two just kind of. Did you see collapsed. it in real time, or did you have to go back at the tape and realize what happened? Yeah, I saw it. Uh, because I saw I, I ran one of the guys into someone. I didn't know it was three. <laughs> until I looked on tape but yeah I mean I just uh, that was a freak play but just playing hard yeah. stuff like that happens add that one to the resume for NFL teams yeah no yeah, doubt that's, 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 a, that's a helmet sticker uh, block <laughs> right there as far as I'm concerned Clip uh, but yeah you guys Shane and, and, and Aaron and uh, the job he does that is a room that uh, that has really been built since Mike Houston's been here it was rather empty it's crazy that Xavier Smith Jeremy Lewis those mm-hmm. guys were the tight ends a few years ago yeah. and now there are star defensive players yeah I mean we have uh, that just shows, shows the type of athletes we have on this team 
You know, we have guys that's playing offense at one point now, balling out on defense this year. Which you can relate to, yeah. coming from the defensive side yeah. to the offensive yeah. side. All right, uh, South Florida coming up next, and, and you get into conference play. I talked about it with Holton, Jeremy, uh, or I'm sorry, Ryan. I don't know how much you follow everything going on in college football, but it's impossible to pick a winner every mm-hmm. week. I mean, the Tulane, and they beat K-State. K-State beats Oklahoma. Uh, South Florida almost beats Florida. Then South Florida goes out, gets crushed by Louisville. I mean, you just ECU loses the Navy. As a, I mean, it happens. Yeah. So you got to be really ready to go every week, right? Yeah, every week it's uh, you just have to come with that right mindset. So I mean, everyone wants to win every week. So I mean, you can't overlook or underlook an opponent. Ryan, uh, good stuff, man. We'll let you get back to work. You still having fun? Yeah, no doubt. That's no good. doubt. No doubt. That's important. Got to get back to winning. Yeah, mm-hmm. keep up the good work. You're having a uh, great season, and uh, wish you the best. Hopefully, they uh, get this game in this weekend. Yeah, yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan Jones joining us. East Carolina tight end. We'll take a timeout. Got Rajay Harris joining us at around 3.30, and Xavier Smith later this hour as well. We'll be back with more on Pirate Radio Live, Players Lounge Edition, presented by Delcor. After this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Alrighty, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. Clip Rock, Troy D, Shirley Rhodes, the man of Chan, returning from his birthday weekend. We'll have an update on that later on in the show. Xavier Smith joining us later on this hour. We got Miles Berry, Jeremy Lewis, Isaiah Winstead still to come right now. We will go out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to East Carolina running back Rajay Harris, who joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Rajay, how you doing on this Monday? I'm doing great, my guy. How you doing? Fantastic. Rajay, two years ago, you broke off an 80-yarder against Navy. This week, what was it, around 40? Did you think you were going for another 80 uh, on Saturday? <laughs> I did, actually. I didn't see the safety until uh, um, I tried to turn into another gear, but... Um, it's all good, man. Uh, I was thinking I could have switched hands with the ball, but, you know, I just wanted to protect the ball at any cost. Um, Raj, you got a lot of action on <laughs> on Saturday. You got a lot of action on Saturday. Was that the game plan going in, or was that something that just kind of developed once the game started? Oh, uh, well, you know, Keaton went down. Um, so I knew I had to step in and be a leader on offense because um, one of our leaders had went down. Um, everybody know how good Keaton Mitchell is. Um, so I had to step in and just uh, live up to the expectations, uh, which it wasn't no problem. You know, we practiced like we both were one. So, um, you know, I got in there and did what I had to do to, you know, try to get the win. But, you know, it fell short, but it is what it is. It's a new week. Um, got a new team ahead, and we just ready to ball again. Holden Naylor's talked to us earlier, said Keaton Mitchell was, was doing okay, not a serious injury he suffered the other night. How about – uh, well, I know you and Keaton are very close, Rajay. Uh, how is he doing right now, health-wise? He's actually doing great. His mental is great right now. Um, he's in the training room. You know, I just left out of there just getting a little treatment, make sure my body's good. Uh, he was in there 
Um, he'll he'll be out there Saturday. Uh, it's nothing big, um, nothing big at all. Uh, he practicing tomorrow, so you know everything's good from from that side. Good to hear, and uh, we'll talk to the defensive guys who were on the field a lot. They and Mike Houston said last week this will be the most physical game East Carolina plays all year. And you got 15 carries. You've gotten 15 carries before. Had one uh, reception, so that's 16 touches plus pass pro and all that. So, how's your body feeling? Any uh, any extra pain today than you've felt so far this year? No, I'm fine actually. Uh, it was an aggressive game. Uh, we knew that going in, but you know we're we we want to say we're aggressive too, so you know every week we try to try to be aggressive. So it's it's nothing really new, you know, other than the the linemen probably on defense. You know they got cut a lot. Um, so like Coach Houston said, it's gonna be a physical game. We already knew that though going in. But uh, I'm pretty good, man. I ain't hurting too bad nowhere. Um, I just get treatment every other day just just because just to keep the body good uh, for a long time. Roz, your attitude always so positive and uh, infectious f- with folks in, in a great way. How's the rest of the team, especially kind of Saturday night after this game? How you know, obviously, probably not happy about the loss, but now that we're a couple days away from it, how how is the attitude uh, of your teammates here? Is they are they as upbeat and as positive, looking forward as you are? It's crazy that you say that. Um, I, I believe everybody has moved moved ahead. You know, to flip the page from Saturday. Um, yes, Saturday was was crazy. You know, uh, everybody came to the locker room. It was quiet. You know, uh, you know how it is to lose. You know, a very close game like that. So, um, yeah, it was it was it was very odd. You know, because we wanted to be celebrating Saturday, but um, everybody flipped the page Sunday. We went out there to practice. Smiles on people's face. On people running around, just chasing that one percent. And you know, it's just like you said, man. It's just positive you know that's what we needed because when i first got here we lose hang our heads we still thinking about it on tuesday thursday and that's no good so um being a leader yes i'm always positive but not just towards football i'm positive in every phase of my life you know because i have younger brothers younger sisters looking up to me you know so just being a positive person man it's just it'll take you farther than football Sometimes, uh, Troy, we need Rajay just to talk to him on Mondays to give us a pep talk. I know. Actually, he makes me feel better. <laughs> Rajay, uh, the commanders got killed by the Eagles yesterday. Anything you can say to cheer me up on that? Man, I'm still thinking about Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go good for you last night, did it? That was pretty rough. Uh, Rajay, uh, 15 carries, 75 yards for you the other night. You busted off that long 41-yarder. But, man, a lot of times uh, it was almost like you were running to a brick wall. That Navy defense was was prepared. And uh, Ryan Jones said it a moment ago, had an extra week to get ready for you guys. So, I don't know, were, were you surprised at all? I mean, what was Navy doing so well defensively to, to kind of keep you in check outside of that big one that you hit? Um, It was a lot of slant up front. A lot of slant and um, blitzing a lot. They blitzed a lot, which we kind of figured they was going to blitz us, but we didn't know they was going to blitz us like, like they blitzed us. So, um, you know, it was kind of it was kind of surprising that first half. But, you know, second half, we did some adjustments. We tried to hit them with some things. But, um, you know, like Ryan said, they had two weeks for us. So, you know, every play that we ran, it's like they knew it, you know. So, um, we just had to do a better job at uh, – you know, just running plays out of different formations and just mixing it up a little bit. Um, but, you know, overall, uh, that was a good team. You know, a lot of people seen their record 0-2 and thought 
that we were just gonna go out there and slap them, you know. But you seen you seen how that went, you know. But um, just a new week, new opportunity, new 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 challenge. So I think everybody be ready. Rajay, it was great to see uh, Isaiah Winstead reach the end zone. He had done everything this year but score a touchdown, and he uh, had a long catch and run and showed some emotion. Yeah, the gave salute. A salute. I saw that. I heard you ask Cliff what he was going to do, and he said nothing. He did something. Yeah, he uh, he showed some emotion. And Isaiah is, and, and we don't know him well. You do, Rajay, but he seems to be a quiet guy. In fact, when I talk to him about non-football stuff, he opens up more. So I think today I might just talk about non-football stuff yeah. to most of the chat. But um, but what kind of guy is he? I mean, can you get him to open up and all at all, Rajay, or is he just a quiet guy? No, he's actually pretty goofy. You know, he's a pretty goofy guy. Um, you know, he's quiet. He is. If you don't really know you as well, uh, it took me about a month just to get him to open up to me. Yeah. Um, he's a cool dude, man. And he's a um, he's a freak on the field. You know, he's a freak. You know, he catches everything. He's run great routes. He's humble. You know, it's just a blessing to have him you know, beside me, uh, just knowing that he's going to work, you know, and just, you know, like I said, lead, the leadership piece of this team is just out the roof. You know, you got different positions that's just, you got somebody in different positions that's just leading, and that's what you need for a great team. Rajay Harris joining us today, Pit Electric Live Line. Rajay, we'll, uh, we'll let you get back to work. I know we'll talk to everybody today about the, the weather situation, but you uh keeping an eye on the hurricane like everybody? I heard about it, man. Uh, I actually have a friend that stays in Florida, and she told me that uh, it's supposed to get real rough out there. But, uh, you know, I really ain't been paying too much attention of it. But uh, I know my little brother's game got moved up to tomorrow. He usually play on Thursdays. So it's kind of getting to Sacramento as well. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Control what what you can control, right? That's the the motto there. (laughs) Right. Well, Rajay, good stuff, man. Uh, thanks for joining us, win or lose. And uh, like Troy said, your words, uh, they kind of help us out. Yeah. Get us uh, get us through a loss. Thank you, thank you for keeping it positive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we appreciate it, man. Positive, man. <laughs> I try to stay positive. I appreciate y'all, though. All right. Thank you, Raj. Rajay Harris yeah. joining us and uh, still uh, in some ways a kid, but uh, a grown man mentality yeah. uh, with his positivity. And look, it's still – hard to believe you know i know a lot of people are down that this team you know coming out of september's two and two and you know clipped really just a almost two three plays away from being four and oh at this point and uh i mean that is just i can't help but think about how close this team is to to definitely three and one if not four and oh you know for one play here or one play there and um it's just it's a tough deal, you know, because I think this team has still tremendous potential this year. I think they still have tremendous potential to have a great season and uh, still a lot to play for. And it kind of feels like I think last year they kind of got out of the gate a little slow, uh, but then really kind of turned it on in the second half of the season. And I think, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of people quick to get down on on the quarterback or some other players. But man, let's let's see how this thing plays out. I, I think that the the jury is out on this team this year, and uh, I think if they can come together and keep it positive and stay focused, that they could still have an amazing football season. A lot of games left. The easy quote unquote part of the schedule is about over, and it's only going to get tougher from here. But East Carolina could beat any team on the schedule. They could also lose to any team on the schedule. And and that, it, unless you're Alabama, Ohio State, 
it's like that for everybody. Yeah, I mean, We're look at App State. They lost last week. JMU. App State was up 28 UNC to three loses. And lost. Well, UNC kind of stinks. But, I mean, <laughs> it, it could happen yeah. any week, any game. And and Mike Houston knows that. Uh, and, and I know that. I, I was... I thought East Carolina had enough offense to go out and beat Navy, and I was disappointed because I thought they took a step back on Saturday. Yeah, uh, but I did know. I mean, it felt kind of uncomfortable all last week with Navy. We always I, are, you know. I was talking to Chancellor Rogers about this at our tailgate zone. He, he hung out for a while with us and uh, was asking me what I thought about Navy, and we were kind of shared the same opinion that you know. Uh, and he brought up it's still navy they make me nervous we've we've traditionally struggled with navy and it's just hard to believe that we're a 17 point favorite because this is navy and i feel like it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy sometimes like we get so worked up about navy and we struggle with them year in and year out it's the perennial thorn in the side if you will uh this has just not been an easy team for ecu to beat and uh correct me if i'm wrong clip i don't think has ever beaten them in greenville nope oh so, and five and and look this is a big win for navy if you saw them as how they celebrate i mean you would have thought they won the national championship the way they celebrated at the end of the game but that was good that they were excited to beat a team like east carolina it was a big deal for them so you know ecu was, was a huge heavy favorite for them to come in in dowdy ficklin and pull the upset that's a major win for ken Niamatololo. You got it. Yeah. You got it. I was lucky. They they, uh, they told us what uniforms to wear. They came in and kicked our ass. Yeah. It's impressive. Kind of said, y'all going to wear white. Very sad. I'm surprised they didn't tell us to wave white flags. Maybe, uh, yeah. I, hmm. That's really sad when you think about it. Yeah. I'm good on the white out uh, from here on out. I, I'm thinking I'm going to stay with the blackout. I like the all purple not a big fan of the gold stuff um but i'll go in on the purple out and the blackout what do you mean go in like i'll participate so next and time, i did participate in the white out by the way next full, time we have a white out you're next not time we have a white out if there is a next time i'm saying i don't think we need to have a white out let fan there's it's okay to let fans choose what they want to wear to a game um but <laughs> i, I way, don't know if i do don't know if i'm going to participate as fans do choose it's not yeah. like the navy is forcing you to wear something like they did our football team you do get to choose what you want to wear. Yeah. And I saw a majority of people did wear a white to the game. But I just I don't think that's the best look for the stadium or for ECU in the stands. Okay. I'd rather see, you know, purple or gold or black. So just to be clear. I'm just I just like to put it out there. If they have a blackout, you'll wear black. I'll probably wear black. Yeah. I kinda if they like have the a purple. Out. I fought for a blackout for years. I can't turn my back on it now. If they have a purple out. I'm okay with that. Purple's our primary color. If we have a gold rush, will you wear yeah, gold? 50-50, probably not. And if we have I a did wear gold shorts. If we have a white out, you I'm will I'm out. Not, I'm out of the white out. All right, there you yeah. go. Now, I will. Hey, look, I'd rather they do like a silver color than a white out. Something cool. Something different. All right, there you I'm go. Just, do, do you want another white out? Do I want one? I don't. I'm saying I don't. I don't want us to wear it again. <laughs> you quickly got back to yourself before I could answer. <laughs> I'm telling you how to answer it, Cliff. <laughs> I, I think those are cool if done properly. Obviously, what would make it easier and better if you could provide a shirt or if you could provide a towel in the stands. Yeah. Okay, then I, And then everybody right. could participate. You want to hand out 40,000 white towels, that's cool, then call it a whiteout. That is tough to do. You want to hand out 40,000 Economically, t-shirts. and I get that. Yeah. 
But uh, no, it may. I mean, did you see what Tennessee did this weekend? Did not. Uh, they had the checker out. Basically, oh, every section was a checker. But they must have provided the shirt. It looked amazing. But not everybody can do that. Yeah. So that's probably pretty cool. Tyler asked, "Are the big calls from the fifth quarter still a segment?" I actually, I do yeah. have two calls lined so, up for today. I got the guy that uh, said he beat. He was uh, coaching Acock and beat Shakad when Aylers was the quarterback. I got yeah, that I heard, guy. I heard that. I listened to the whole show, actually, Clip. It was very good. And I got uh, the call from the Navy parent who uh, had thought, some very nice words to say about I Pirate thought, Nation. I thought that was good. And I yeah. think we had a, a number of folks from Navy actually listening to the post game, including their uh, play. Pete Medhurst. Yeah, gave us in. a shout out on Twitter. I saw they yep. uh, listened to a number of the calls. The um, I, I thought uh, just about all the callers made some interesting points. Um, you know, it, it was it, it took it past midnight. I mean, we're getting calls at midnight clip. I yeah. think it says a lot about our fan base and how engaged they are yeah. and that people care, which is good. We've said it all along. If they sc- stop caring, you have a bigger problem. So uh, the fact that people care, I thought the majority of calls were very good. I thought you guys, you and Billy handled yourselves very well. You only yelled at a person one time. I thought that was good. Yeah, it was pretty early on. Yeah. I got it yeah. out of my system. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was good to go. What did you? And I knew that was going to like, what do you want us to do? Uh, this is a call in show. I can't answer your question. It doesn't always have to be a question. You can call in with a comment. Most people do. Yeah. It'll always have, it doesn't have to be to Coach Clip, who yeah. doesn't get to make the decisions on the field. Yeah. But I think comments are okay, and then we can respond to them. Yep. You know, anyway, just kind of clarifying there. All right. Uh, we will get to some of those calls later on in the show. Right now, we will take a timeout because Xavier Smith said to join us at 345 inside the Delcor Players Lounge. So we will talk to X and have more for you on Pirate Radio Live when we return after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We need more people out there like Rob Goodwin on YouTube who says, pillage the like button, 37 freeloaders, liking is free. And he's right. Uh, we have 37 more people watching than we have likes at the moment. Yeah, let's like and smash. We got to smash that like button on YouTube and Facebook and and quit freeloading people yeah it doesn't cost you anything but a click to smash are you that lazy that you cannot take your mouse and click that thumb god forbid you give us a subscribe i mean that is also are we asking too much yeah friend us up please follow can you help a brother out help us out yeah thank you 
all right just gotta get that out of the way thank you for those of you that have responded of course and uh we appreciate your likes and views yeah. xavier smith there's a guy we like to hit the, the like button on that's right yes sir if xavier was watching he did like oh, i would. did 10 likes <laughs> 10 <laughs> subscribes if i could if he could he would uh xavier how you doing today man i'm doing great how are you guys we're good and uh it is it's awesome to have you guys on on mondays and after a loss like yeah ecu lost yesterday my commanders got killed by the eagles and i'm like the world is over i hate football i need to move on and you guys are like so like on to the next one you got to stay positive you got to stay focused if you don't your whole season comes crashing down right so i mean you guys have to have that mindset and uh you upperclassmen certainly do right yeah for sure i mean that was a tough loss uh saturday but you know you can't do all in the past uh we like I said, we like to win each week. Unfortunately, there's some game, uh, things that happen that that we wish we can get back. Some things defensively, wish we could have changed. I'm sure uh, offense and special teams and some things we could have did better to put us in a position to win. But you know, it's, it's football. You know, everything doesn't fall your way, and you know, it's a growing experience. We learn from it and do better next week. I still try not to lose track of the big picture. I know everybody can get in the here and now, what have you done for me lately type of business, but mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago ECU would be getting killed by teams like NC State and yeah. even Navy. I remember when Navy rolled up 70 points on us. So, I mean, the times, uh, the program is changing, you know, and we're getting, these losses are tough losses because we're right there. We're winning yeah. a play or two away from winning. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot different from getting blown out and what it wasn't that, we're not that far removed, which you were a part of some of these games. Yeah. So, you know that the big picture, the program's moving in the right direction. Obviously, people would have loved to see this being able to finish, but Getting close to um, getting these, you know, taken care of and, and, and really kind of taking this program the next step. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just day by day. Uh, you can't focus on anything but the now. And that's what we try to do. Coach uh, makes us keep the rat poison out. He calls it rat poison. You know, the media fans that, you know, criticize and we just keep our focus on the team and what we can do to get better. Xavier, that's about as good ECU's done defensively against this triple option, holding them to 2.9 yards per carry. I don't know if you guys had a goal set in mind, probably zero, but like seeing that number, it's got to make you proud, right? Yeah. How, did, how about your effort the other night? I mean, yeah, we knew what kind of ball game it was going to be, and uh, you know that's kind of our identity now, uh, playing hard defensively. We try to keep all our opponents off the board as much as we can, do anything we do to uh, – you know, put the team in better positions and help the offense out. And, you know, we just try to work hand-in-hand to win ball games, And, you know, we just try to do our best. And that run was getting shut down, and they went to the air. And we saw Navy throw the ball more than they usually do, 7 out of 10, yeah. uh, 152 yards and a touchdown. It's something you always got to be aware of. Mm-hmm. But uh, they threw the ball a little more than normal on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's Navy. It's hard to defend that uh just when you expect some, boom, they come out with yeah. something you've never seen before. Like, they did something I ain't never seen. It's my fifth year. And I was <laughs> right. like, dang, I ain't never seen him do that. So it's like a lot of adjustments on the run, uh, you know, sideline adjustments. But, you know, we just got to get better. Xavier Smith joining us. Uh, Xavier, how about uh, defensively where you you feel like you, you've done a good enough job and uh, and they do hit you with that pass play? You just got to – I don't know. Let it let it get out of your mind and then move on to the next one. Also, I wanted to ask you about the chop blocking, the cut blocking they do. There's a new rule now. You can only do it in the tackle box. Mm-hmm. Um, so was that any different out there? Your knees any better today maybe than past meetings? I mean, I don't know. Like, 
I swear I got chopped illegally a couple times, but, you know, I'm not a ref. I don't really know how that rule plays. But as far as, like, compared to last year, I didn't get cut as much, but right. I still did get cut. So I wasn't really sure, like, what was the rules, what was the boundaries with that, especially with Navy. But, you know. Well, I even heard Blake Harrell last week during his press conference say they've been called for it a few times. Other times they haven't. It was almost like he was already talking to the refs, like, watch out yeah. for this. Uh, I'm asking the ref. I'm like, hey, ref, can he do this? Like, with the new rule, what's the rule? Because Will the ref talk back to you during a game? Or yeah, he... I always talk to the refs. Yeah. Speaking of the refs, I don't, just talk to him about that targeting call. You know, because that really just looked like a, a good football play to me. Yeah, I mean, I I can agree with you guys 110%. We were all on the sideline 100% confident it wasn't going to be called. But, you know, like I said, we can only control what we can control. I, I couldn't believe they reviewed it and then still called it. Yeah, like, I was like, what, what are they me. reviewing? This must have been a different play. I, yeah. I really don't think that was – the intention at all and i think he hit him with his shoulder and the, yeah. the momentum might have taken his head in a little bit but that wasn't a true targeting yeah. i did not think so in my opinion nor tony collins or anyone else i was around yeah other than the ref i don't know if anybody right thought that was targeting. yeah i'm not sure what they were looking at but well they make mistakes as we know what you can control yeah speaking of which control what you can control you cannot control the weather xavier i don't think if you could it would be uh cold all the time right cold nice and comfy so i can wear my hoodies <laughs> uh but you look like it's gonna be 30 degrees <laughs> yeah. when you leave the studio what here. did you say you kept the temperature at your place at like 62 62 between 62 and 65 depending on you know right. how I want to sleep. I do have some breaking news clip here concerning the game. Uh, this coming now from USF. Okay. Uh, USF classes will be canceled starting on Monday, September 26th through Thursday, September 29th. At this time, the USF Hall of Fame induction ceremony on Friday at 6 p.m. and USF's football game versus East Carolina on Saturday at 7 p.m remain on as scheduled okay. so this directly coming we just put this out there on pirate radio social media and twitter and everywhere else uh as of right now the game seven o'clock in tampa is a go so uh i think that's a good sign looks like hopefully the hurricane will definitely be out of there by then it's just a matter of um what flooding it leaves, yeah what it leaves behind but hopefully it's a little for it's going to be west of um of Tampa in the Gulf, so we'll continue to track this thing. But as of now, according to USF officials, uh, the game against South Florida is a go seven o'clock Saturday night. Uh, do you know when you guys are supposed to fly out, Xavier? Um, I mean, usually normally, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, Friday. I, would hope. Yeah, I don't think really that would sure. change. You okay. know, I, this is my first time knowing about the hurricane. I'd be focused on. Football. That's how dedicated this guy is. Like He's it. like, what hurricane? He's yeah. got blinders on. I was so confused. I was like, is the game canceled? What happened? <laughs> uh, there's some weather down there, and uh, but it looks like as of right now, game on, but we'll have to wait and see. These things can change uh, hourly, daily. So uh, South Florida still planning a go there down in Tampa, get to play in an NFL stadium. You played in that one before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a cool experience for you guys? Yeah, I mean – fifth year you know we i got that excitement out you know years ago no big deal yeah how's their locker room compared to like a college locker room like is it a lot nicer um yes and no i mean it's a lot more spacious and it's like a lot more of everything yeah there's more lounge space but i would say from what ecu's done it might not be as big it's pretty it's pretty nice what you guys have now and i've been in some nfl locker rooms before 
like you said, they might be bigger. Yeah, maybe, but we I got don't like know if more they're cool things. Yeah, like, I don't know if they're better. Now. Right, yeah. and I bet the Bucks, like South Florida, gets to use some cool stuff. And mm-hmm. y'all got the away locker room, which is just, just yeah, like bare bones, just like a, you know, away locker room. <laughs> yeah, don't give them too much. Uh, Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, uh, you did a good job not to uh, let the cat out of the bag on those uniforms last week when we asked you about them, but we got to see them yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, uh, pretty cool. You got the modernized with the old school. Uh, how do you how do you feel about them? I'm excited to wear them, but you know I'm excited to win ball games as well. So hopefully it don't distract us from the purpose. That's what fans want to hear. Right exactly. Now. I don't care what they wear. I don't care if you wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can wear. A plastic bag, as long as they win. I know. We all feel that way, guy that likes to say that. People love to say that. A lot of people think... But you know what they love to do, too? Talk about uniforms, Cliff. A lot of people... A lot of buzz on the uniforms. Yeah, we do, too. We love them. Yeah. They, for some reason, think that you guys, like, if you wear something different, I always hear, you know, if they spent more time practicing than worrying about uniforms, like... Xavier's not up late at night worried about Well, that's about not true. I, I think they dedicated all last Tuesday to just worrying about uniforms. And they, <laughs> I think Coach Houston called off practice that day so we could yes, have a worry time about the uniforms. So maybe maybe these guys are right. Get your priorities straight, Xavier. Yeah, more yeah, focus on football, I need man. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Less walk through, more worrying. I just it, It's amazing that I hear that all the time. Like people, like like these players can't focus on the game because they're wearing new uniforms yeah, to wear it is uniforms. crazy to me yeah. all right anyway south florida man you've seen some good and some bad from them they go to the swamp and almost beat florida then they get blown out by louisville so kind of an up and down team right now but you've seen anything from their offense yet uh i mean i haven't really dove too much in the film i just started actually this morning uh watching their film but you know i know that they're a great team you know uh played them last year we know we did some things that, you know, we capitalized their, off their mistakes. I know, you know, they got this game marked up based off, uh, based off last year, and we just have to come ready to work each week, play the same each week. There you go. Good stuff. Anything else, Troy, do? No, I think we've covered it. Uh, wish you the best of luck this weekend. Be safe down there. Enjoy yes, yourself, and uh, let's go get the W. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Xavier. Xavier Smith joining us today on the Delcor Players Lounge. Hour one in the books. We'll take a timeout, come back, talk to Miles Berry. And Jeremy Lewis in hour number two of our show. That's ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, East Carolina, coming off a double overtime loss to the Navy midshipmen. And uh, boy, a, a physical game, Mike Houston said last week, it would be the most physical game of the year for East Carolina. A lot of plays on defense, so a lot of opportunities for tackles. Xavier, we just talked to him, had 10 on the day, Jeremy had 10. Our next guest, Miles Berry, seven tackles for the Pirates. 
Saturday night uh, as ECU comes up just short. Uh, but Miles and uh, all these players uh, gracious enough to join us here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Miles, thanks for your time as always. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, did it live up to the billing, Miles? Was it the most physical game you've played so far this year? Uh, how's the, the body feeling on this Monday? Body is definitely sore. You know, today is definitely a treatment day for me, just recovery. Because, you know, you got a quick turnaround, got to get ready for USF this week. Uh, but, yeah, it was definitely a very physical game. Um, you know, taking on blocks and, and tackling and, and just being downhill and very physical. And we already knew that, but, yeah, it definitely lived up to it. Miles, uh, I talked to Xavier about this. That there's new rules in place that – uh, supposedly, you know, cutting those low blocks, blocks below the waist are now legal inside the tackle box. But beyond that, it is supposed to be illegal. He said uh, that there was less of that going on the other night, but he still felt some of it. How about you? Did it feel any different playing Navy this time around with the new rules in place? Yeah, um, it, 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 a little bit. Like with a lot of the, like, the perimeter um, and like toss plays that they were executing, but I feel like last year they tossed the ball more outside, and um, that's why we were getting cut outside. But really, I mean, I got cut a couple times interiorly, but it was—I mean, it was going to be physical either way, you know, take the cut blocks out or not. I knew it was going to be a physical game, so it, it was definitely the same as last year for me. Miles been around a long time, seen a lot of these uh, meetings with Navy, and that is about the best or the best I've seen East Carolina handle their rushing attack. Two point nine yards a carry on Saturday, and uh, I know you guys have to be proud of that effort as far as uh, what Navy usually does and, and how you were able to uh, keep a, keep them under wraps when it came to running the ball. Yeah, it was definitely something to be proud of. You know, I wish we could have got the win. I would have made the the uh you know our execution on defense even more memorable and something to you know really be proud of but yeah i mean we 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 had a very good week of practice man and we were very dialed into their schemes and we knew we had to be really locked in because it was something so different you know dealing with the triple option but yeah man i'm proud of the guys and how we played and how we competed against them and stopping such an effective uh run scheme in the triple option so yeah, but, uh, I mean, still got a bad taste in our mouths, you know, with the loss. So, you know, just got to build on that. Yeah, definitely. And and I'll give credit to Navy, too. If you can shut down that running game, you can almost shut down their entire offense. But that was not the case the other night because they were able to throw with some success. Seven out of ten uh, the other night and uh, were pretty good on third downs. Eight of 18, still less than 50%. But, you guys have been even better than that normally this year. So did that, I don't know, catch you off guard at all? You knew they'd go to the air a few times, but 10 times is a lot of pass attempts for Navy. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I just felt like they didn't really catch us off guard, but we just got to continue to execute better and, and, and compete, especially in the backfield and, um, you know, really challenge those throws and not, not even give up those eight, nine, 10 yard passes. You know, that's something that we just have to, try to stop going going forward but um yeah you I mean you got to give credit to them you know they 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 were able to scheme scheme us up on some of those throws and passes and and they were able to convert so definitely got to give them their credit but we just have to be better on our side of the ball and, and get off the field on those third and longs 
Miles Barry joining us on the Pit Electric Live Line. Miles, in years past, if you lose a guy like Elijah Morris, you know, a lot of trouble could take place. But the depth really showed up on Saturday. It was still a key loss for the Pirates. And I know a lot of us thought that uh, he should not have been ejected from that game for targeting. But, uh, you know, what was that like losing a guy like Elijah Morris and having him out of the game rather than uh, with you on the field? Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely a, a tough loss. He's definitely like the heart of our our D line. You know, he him in the center there. I don't really have to worry about a lot interiorly with him being on the field. But that just goes to show you that the, the depth that we have in the D line position. You know, it's it's next man up mentality, and we have a lot of a lot of great guys in that room, just as physical and just as smart as Eli. So, you know, it, it was definitely a loss. I hate that he he got ejected from the game in that fashion, uh, but. You know, it is what it is, and, and the next man, you know, next man up mentality, and we have just so many great D linemen in that room that we're able to still, uh, we were still able to execute the defense and, and stop the rushing. And, Miles, again, that's a play where you thought that was going to be overturned and Elijah would have been able to remain in the game, but uh, you've seen it. Have you experienced, Miles? Have you ever been uh, called for targeting and ejected from a game? No, I haven't. I haven't. Thankfully, I haven't. Well, knock on wood. Uh, there, but knock on wood for sure. Uh, but you know, in this game, is just so many kind of crazy, crazy incidents that happen. And just because you get called for a target, and doesn't necessarily mean that you are, you know, trying to target. It's yeah. I mean, it, it's just kind of crazy. You know, being a defender, it, we are just trying to get the guy on the ground and be physical. And sometimes you can't always make the perfect tackle. So, but no, I haven't been in. I haven't been in that position, and I hope I, I hope I'm never in that. I would hate to have to get ejected and and then lose playing time for that. Miles Berry joining us today, East Carolina, South Florida, seven o'clock coming up this Saturday night. And uh, as of right now, it's game on. It was announced earlier this afternoon by USF uh, that classes at South Florida will be canceled uh, today through Thursday. Uh, but at this time. The Hall of Fame induction ceremony on Friday and the game on Saturday remain as scheduled. So, Miles, you got a weather issue. Uh, we are no stranger to that here in eastern North Carolina with hurricanes rolling through. And right now, there's one in the Gulf that uh, could affect Tampa and parts of Florida. And really, it's going to affect the East Coast because we've already had some high school games moved around here, moved up a night or two. So, uh, we're keeping an eye on that. You got to focus on the game, but is that something you're also kind of looking at right now? Uh, yeah, it's something that we're we're looking at uh, very minorly. Also, you know, that's something that we can't we can't really um, we have no control over, yeah. especially you know players. So, where our main focus is USF, you know, we're dialing in on their schemes and 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 getting ready to play a great game against them. You know, they're a good football team, so we're just dialed into that. And then uh, we're we're surveilling the weather and, and we're staying up to date with that. But it's not really our focus. You know, we're just trying to stay focused and get a get a big conference win this weekend, and whatever happens, happens with the weather. Miles, you said uh, last week that being on the road wasn't going to be the worst thing in the world for you. You were kind of ready to mix things up. You've been at home all month, so you'll get a couple of travel days in. Uh, what what kind of plane rider and traveler are you? Are you listening to music, watching movies? Uh, what what are you doing on the plane? Yeah, um, it, it kind of depends on how long the plane ride is. Usually. Usually our flights are no longer than three hours, so I'll probably download a movie, download a movie, or download a couple episodes episodes to a show, or 
or just if I'm if I'm kind of tired or sleepy, I'll just put some music in my ear and go to sleep. But yeah, that's that's I'm really I'm looking forward to to the away games. You know, I love Dowdy, but I love going into um, you know enemy territory and being able to compete and and see see a new setting. You know, so I'm looking forward to it. Good stuff, Miles Berry joining us today on the Pit Electric Live Line. Miles, we appreciate your time as always, man. Have a good week of practice this week. Go get them this weekend, and uh, we'll chat with you again next Monday, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'll see you soon. Yes, sir. There he is Miles Berry joining us today on the Pit Electric Live Line inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Uh, let's see what I want. I'll save the Jim Lauk interview for later on. I talked to the play-by-play voice of south florida um and just mentioned the storm briefly even kind of just focused on football but he wanted to go ahead and do it early in the week because he didn't know what it was going to be like later on in the week so uh we chatted with him earlier today we got that conversation coming for you and more on the players lounge with jeremy lewis coming up at around 4 30 uh chandler honeycutt welcome you into the program uh coming off a uh an and one a birthday Ooh. How you doing, Chandler? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I'm still recovering. I am beat. I don't know how these people have done it for four straight weekends. What, have birthdays? No, I'm talking about a game, like an experience, an actual game day. I you know I had a good birthday other than the loss. Um, you know but, what people don't ask? How did Clip and Shirley do it for 12 straight weeks? Nobody cares about that, but that's all right. But anyway, go ahead. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. Um a little on the struggle bus today uh but uh, all right so let's talk about your saturday what time did you get started mm, about 12 what time 12 did you 30. pop the top on the first one uh i popped the top around 12 30 i said i was going to pop a top on a cold snack um around 12 but i didn't i didn't crack one up until about 12 30 that's so. good restraint yeah um and then <laughs> it was down here from there brother <laughs> It was downhill from there, and so your uh, family was here. Yeah, mom and dad came. Dad, uh, dad had his uh, college buddies uh, from 1991, the Peach Bowl year. So they were back in town partying like it was 1991, and uh, had a really good time. It was a full day, and uh, with it going to two overtimes, when we got back, we had like a couple of beers, and then we basically just called it quits for the day. So the first one cracked at 12:30. Last pop topped at what time? Uh, I'd say about. 10 30 no way 10 30 yeah 10 30 yeah dang you're getting old man i know and i'm feeling it i'm out of my prime man i feel like crap today so did you bounce back sunday and have some nfl brewskis uh yeah oh yeah <laughs> by the way hold by on. the way no, guys. hold on no before you do all that uh, hold on what time did you pop one on sunday <sighs> let's see i went to tbs with the tiebreakers went to the breaker so before one o'clock you had one i'd say about twelve forty-five. all right pretty consistent and i was in bed by nine o'clock all right no I, it was about nine thirty ish yeah that game last night put everybody to sleep <laughs> yeah i know i tried to but i couldn't all I right couldn't. what were you about to say something about your team it, no is this how it feels is this, is this what a victory monday feels like hey they're back they're back folks who's the, back the panthers are back back where they're back back in the win column it's right. our first time in nine games, ten games, that I could say on a Monday that the Panthers won. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, it's it, great. It, it is feels the, good. Uh, it's the Brock effect. It, so, if yeah. you're scoring at home on the year, East Carolina 2-0 and when I'm at Dottie Ficklin Stadium. Don't worry. We'll go, we're going next game. 0-2 when I'm not. Yeah. 
uh jana brock humbles my sister one and oh lifetime it's the brock touch bank of america stadium uh and the panthers uh had yet to win with my sister not in attendance so there's some it's a little magic yeah, going a little there. brock magic uh, she got yeah. to see the game yesterday she was fired up for her birthday yeah. her birthday was uh yesterday yours was saturday right? yes yeah. and my and my uncle's was yesterday so but uh a lot of a, hold on a lot of videos. is your uncle my sister yes oh my god yes it is how you doing i'm channel honeycutt nice to meet you are we related yes we are how about that yeah that's crazy yep we are it's crazy man we are and uh but no a lot of pictures and videos from your sister at the game and uh really enjoyed looking at those earlier today yeah so what a great day in charlotte yesterday panthers win everybody's happy everybody's really freaking happy i'm not happy i know i, know, I can tell you who's happy Who's that? Oh, Miss Miami Dolphin over here. Three and zero. Oh. Cojones. <laughs> Dolphins are three and zero. Oh. That wow. they are. Uh, are Miami Dolphins? No, 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 no don't no, you no. do that. Bye, she, bye, no, bye, no, no, no. Just kidding. That's bye. it's all hers. You can hop on the hers. you can hop on the Dolphin train. It is Shirley's team. She's a fan of the team. But let's acknowledge that I told you going into this year who my team was. Did I not? That you did. I you, did. You did. Why are you shaking your head over there, CJ? You wouldn't know a good football team if it bit you in the ass. Oh, man. Hey, right. hey, hey, hey. Come on so, in, Mitch. So, so I, Son so, of a Mitch. So I'm guessing he wouldn't recognize who the commanders are then. He wouldn't know who they were. You know, the best part about yesterday, aside from the win, was, of course, you know, yesterday was Sunday, which means it was softball Sunday for Shirley. Softball Sunday. And we had some early games, so we were done shortly before, you know, lunch. So we all, as a team, decided to go down the street. What was the name of that place again? Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo Brothers. Yeah, Buffalo Good Brothers. Good spot in Raleigh. Yeah. So we pulled up, Brother. and it is almost wall-to-wall Buffalo Bills fans. Oh, God. Bills They're, Mafia. They, uh, the Bills Mafia, was they were literally tailgating outside the restaurant. Were they before. jumping on tables? Were they, no. Were they no. squirting? Were they this was in Raleigh. Raleigh. Buffalo Brothers. And, uh, well, that Brother. was the name of the restaurant that we went to. So, mm-hmm. anyway, so we went in, we took a seat, and one of my other teammates, uh, Paul, Paul and I are both Dolphins fans. So, my skin started to crawl a little bit because I thought maybe it was like a fundraising event and they were just holding it in the parking lot. It wasn't until we got in the restaurant and realized they were everywhere. So, was it like the uh, Buffalo Bills fan club in Raleigh yeah, or something? Basically, yeah. yeah. That's what it looked like. And so, I'm, I'm looking at Paul and I'm like, I don't know if I want to eat lunch here. And uh, But, you know, we were starving and it was the closest place to eat. So, we went ahead and ordered our food. So, they've got all the TV set for the Buffalo uh, Miami game and they're doing their chant and I mean they here did, we go yeah no, here, that's the Steelers it, it goes the, uh, it goes oh, oh. Uh, let's go Buffalo, Buffalo. Let's, yeah. go, Buffalo. let's go Buffalo oh, like for 15 minutes that's all I heard uh, and it's obnoxiously loud for me yeah you just did their whole hands in the air so anyway, so so I'm sitting there, and uh, they show a shot of Josh Allen jogging out, jogging out on the field. The place erupts. They're all cheering, woo, all that stuff. And I looked at Paul. I said, watch this. They switch over and show a, a picture of Tua, and me, just by myself, I jumped up and said, Tua time, Tua time, Tua time. Yeah. I embarrassed everybody at our table. You didn't get jumped, did you? No. No, did but I, I did draw some rather ugly looks and some some jeers. But I, 
And unfortunately, you know, after we ate, I had to drive home because, you know, it's an hour drive home. And I was like, man, I re- after watching the game, I was thinking what I wouldn't give to be back in that restaurant at the end of that game. Yeah. Just to see how Bill's Mafia oh, could have yeah. handled that loss. I, I almost turned around and went back, but I had to go home and I wanted to catch the second half of the game because I had to, I had to watch it on my phone on the way home, which was not a very safe idea. But it was beautiful. Wild numbers in this game. So Josh Allen had 400 yards. Chandler, how many pass attempts did he have yesterday? Pass attempts? Yeah. Gosh, probably in the 40s. Uh, Maybe 63. Good gracious. <laughs> oh, my God. 42 of 63. Oh, my God. How about this? The Bills ran 90 plays. It's like a college game. The Dolphins ran 39 plays. I mean, if you look at the stat, they had like 40 minutes. The Bills had 40 minutes of possession time. That was like EC versus Old Dominion. You yeah. would think that a, a team gracious. that had the ball the longest would be the, the one that won. Time of possession, basically 41 to 19. Yeah. That oh, is, my We just goodness. made the most and the fact that we made the most of the time that we had. And the fact that the Dolphins had a butt punt. Which was oh, the most how dolphin, about that butt punt? Which was the most dolphin that was thing crazy. to do? Like I laughed when I saw. Well, after I initially let out a slew of curse words because I'm like, "You're right in the punter. You know, you only have a certain amount of of distance between the back of the end zone. You don't want to. You don't want to exit the end zone, obviously, and where your line is. If you're too close, angle it." Go to the right or to the left, hit, depending. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you almost have to rug. Yeah, not the crack. That's what I'm saying. He should have that's done like saying. a rugby kick instead of trying to kick direct. And yes, he bounced it off of, you know, the dude's butt cheeks. Yeah. It's two little butt, butt cheeks. cheeks. And but. my point is, but the guy, but 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 the guy whose <laughs> butt was in question and in play. Uh, tweeted out that that butt is worth a W now, so yeah. which I hey, thought was a great tweet. Maybe don't put your big booty players back there. Maybe put a guy with a, a little butt back there. But how that do, has how, no junk in his trunk. Yeah. But how do you spell the letter W? How do you do that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's two little butt I, cheeks. I, oh. Exactly. Send that down to South Florida. Mm-hmm. CJ, what are you doing here? I want to know what's wrong with you and the Steelers. There was no... There was nothing that prompted you to say something about the Steelers. What's wrong anyway. with me? I got a lot going on with me. I'm not, you know, He's the, got a lot. the cleanest bill of health. I, I got some issues. Yep. What's wrong with the Steelers? They have an awful quarterback, and they, they're just blah. They're boring. So that's what's wrong with me place. and the Steelers. So what's the difference between my team and your team? Um, mm. That y'all good will question, probably CJ. go to 500, and we won't. I'm not saying my team's any good. Well, you well you were just saying that the Dolphins are your team, so we need to pick one. The Dolphins are our team, Shirley and I's team. So does everybody in here just get to pick one team that's actually if good? If you did it before the year and made a bold prediction on them, yeah, that is fair because Clip did before the year said he was feeling the Dolphins. Yeah. He is riding the Dolphins. He's riding them. I hate that. And he also, he's riding the Dolphins. And, yes, sir. I don't think that's how you ride a Dolphin. And he said yep. early, <laughs> show me how to ride a Dolphin. He's riding a oh, Dolphin. He's, he's got all the it. answers in here. How do you ride a Dolphin? What Dolphin would bounce like that? Show me how to ride a Dolphin. That won't be Miami happening. Miami Dolphins, That won't man. be happening. Because you can't do it like I can. I, I know how to ride can a we dolphin. See you, can we see you ride a dolphin again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. 
It's like, like, is it a dolphin like mixed We're with in a horse? The water. We got waves, dude, and they're bouncing up and down. And Gosh, it's choppy. The, the waters are choppy. And then every now and then they jump. The waters are choppy. Be careful. Don't break the chair. Don't break the little thingy that makes it go up and down. I think at this point he's just trying to prove a point. Prove a point. Prove a point. CJ, anything you ask, I have an answer for. And that that in, guy the other night, I didn't have an answer for his Owen Daffer question. Now I'm making it my life's mission to have an answer for every question asked. When will the Commanders win their next game? Um, October. And in your defense, Clip, you did say you did not feel good about this game heading into the game. Thank you, Shirley. Look, who's got my back? Thank you, Shirley. I'm glad you're so happy. Shirley's got my back. Uh, who do the Steelers got next? Does it matter? No. I think it's the Jets, but I don't care. Can you beat the Jets? No, probably not. All right, fair enough. When's Zach Wilson coming back? With our luck, probably this Sunday. Watch your mama. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hide your moms. Hide your moms. Hide them. Hey, Yins, hide your moms. Hide your moms. Yinsers. All right, CJ, good segment, bro. Thanks. I guess. How about you ride this dolphin right on out of the studio? <laughs> You're going to let him ride the dolphin? You're going to let him ride your dolphin? Wow. <laughs> Let me ride that dolphin, dolphin. Let me let, ride that dolphin. Let me dolphin. ride the dolphin. Let me ride the dolphin. We're gonna need wheelbarrows and a whole lot of cocahones. 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 All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. And what are we gonna do? We're gonna have more inside the players' lounge. We are going to hear from Jeremy Lewis when we return. That and more on the way. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. I just saw this on uh, Twitter. Kansas beat Duke over the weekend. The Jayhawks are 4-0 in football. Uh, and they have a Spanish announced team. Oh, do they? And uh, should have played this for Miles because he is bilingual. And he could have translated for us. But I have a highlight of a long Kansas uh, catch and run from the Spanish announced team. Can we hear it? Yeah. I'll play it right here. Buscando un pase, Jalen Daniels pasa. Hisho, Hisho la atrapa. Hisho se la lleva. Hisho primera. Hisho se la lleva por la 50. Se sigue corriendo. No se cae, Dario Hisho. Se sigue corriendo. Dario Hisho. Dario Hisho nota touchdown para los Kansas Jayhawks. Daniel Hisho no se cae, señoras y señores. So excited. Wow. So excited. Electric. Oh he almost gosh. lost his voice right there. Yeah. That was great. Uh, yeah, it cracked there, and uh, Kansas getting the win over the Dukies. Rough weekend 
yeah rough saturday in the state of north carolina the panthers able to uh fix it on sunday hey, we got y'all's back we got y'all's back <laughs> don't Matt worry rules. don't worry the panthers are here yeah uh but north carolina lost a home to notre dame yep yep appalachian state got uh they were up 28 to 3 lost to james madison yes you had state played uconn and uconn's at the bottom of the barrel in college football we're leaving them out duke lost to kansas east carolina lost to navy wake forest lost to clemson yes and that was a crazy game that was a wild one we watched it here uh, in the studio as it was back and forth and uh that one also went to double overtime sure did yep and winston-salem all right let's uh head out to the pit electric live line we'll roll on the players lounge presented by delcor and talk to jeremy lewis east carolina linebacker rush in he joins us on the show today jeremy how you doing on this monday I'm doing good. I'm healthy, so I can't complain. How about yourself? Hey, that's good to hear. I'm doing good my way, Jeremy, and uh, glad through four games that uh, the body is holding up, especially after a game against Navy. Uh, Coach Houston said it would be the most physical game of the season, defense on the field a lot. So uh, you say you are doing good. A lot of contact in a game like that, right? Yes, sir. A whole lot of contact. You know, we preach physicality and to play a team that preaches it as well and that can match our physicality. So, you know, everybody's a little banged up a little bruised up right now but we are and jeremy uh the sun did come out today uh, and more games to go so uh still a lot of chances to get w's uh, on the season uh, how you know disappointed was the team uh saturday night after double overtime losing that one to to navy i'm sure maybe a subdued locker room but uh how, how was the response on sunday at practice it was, it was like a very disappointing thing because we felt like we could win that game and we felt like we didn't play to the best of our abilities. You know, it was a lot of plays left out on the field. So we were very disappointed in ourselves, but we just got to bounce back, keep keep stacking days, and keep playing. we got more games to come. Not all negatives coming out of that loss, Jeremy. Once again, the red zone defense and really the goal line defense, absolutely fantastic for East Carolina, a trend that has uh, – we saw week one against NC State, and that, that has continued – throughout this season so what's that about i mean is that a mentality is that something you guys practice a lot uh, during the week that goal line defense we see out there on the field yeah so it's definitely a mentality you know we don't ever we'll never back down never quit so you still got to get that one extra yard you know it's just time to like put the ball down and go play so we we got this has got a different mentality our defense we try to be the best defense in the nation that's that's come that's a part of it Jeremy Lewis joining us, Pit Electric Live Line. And, Jeremy, uh, I thought overall uh, did a good job against that Navy running attack. We know how good it is, that option offense. But to hold them under 200 yards rushing, uh, you know, as much as they run the football, you'll take that. Um, Of course, as you said, there was a a breakdown here or there, and they were able to hit you in the passing game some. But looking back on it, you know, how do you think you uh, you did against that option offense on Saturday night? Uh, we we did pretty good. I mean, but we can always be better. You know, left some plays out on the field, and at the end of the day, we still lost. So it's always a play here and there that we could go back and we can correct, we could we could fix, and the game would have been a completely different ball game. Well, two and two right now after the four game homestand to start the season, and I know some Pirates uh, would like to play twelve home games. Miles Berry last week said he uh, he's ready to hit the road just for something different. So, how about you? It's going to be a new experience uh, going on the road. Uh, are you uh, excited about that? Would you rather play every game at home? How, how you feel about that? 
No, I, I, I love like a new setting. So I'm, I, I hope that we go down to Florida. You know, yeah. they was talking about a hurricane and whatnot. But now nah, I pray that we go down to Florida. I love go down there, playing Tampa, new setting, NFL stadium, palm trees, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> weather. So yeah, it's always good for a new setting. Yeah, that's right. An NFL venue down there at South Florida, and you're right, Jeremy. Kind of the uh, the elephant in the room right now, looking at what that hurricane's going to do. And look, Jeremy, as guys that. Uh, are from around here we can relate to that right you're you're watching that hurricane track and it might turn west might turn east and and you just kind of go with the flow but uh but we can certainly relate to what they're going through or about to go through down there yeah most definitely just got to keep our heads on the swivel heads on the swivel. <laughs> as my coach preach he always preaches have bent knees so you never know what's gonna happen so just stay ready for whatever whatever happens. There you go. That's uh, you can relate that to football. You can relate that to life. Uh, Jeremy Lewis joining us today on the Pit Electric Live Line. So through uh, four games, Jeremy, again a lot of numbers uh, in your favor when it comes to the stats and and some things you want to clean up. I, you know, how do you feel overall two and two right now as a defense and you personally uh, how you performed so far this season? And just got to keep getting better. You know, two and two. That's not what. That wasn't our goal, so, you know, we can't be satisfied. You know, we're looking for a conference championship. You know, every game on my schedule could go either way, but we wish we could get those two games back, you know, win those two games. And, you know, you can always have some some plays that you can make. So, I mean, personally, I don't really try to do too many personal goals. Just team goals, team success, and the personal stuff will come. Jeremy Lewis joining us. Jeremy, week to week, it is such a a battle, a dogfight. And, and look, we saw the South Florida team that you guys will see on Saturday. They had the ball with a chance to beat Florida in the swamp a couple of weeks ago. And then they go out and, and lose big to Louisville. Uh, Tulane goes on the road and beats Kansas State. And then they lose at home to Southern Miss. So, I mean, you just you really got to be ready to go every week. Anybody can be beat. Any team can beat anybody. We already know that. But, man, the, these results are, are saying that, too. Yeah. The college is crazy. You know, anything can happen any given night. But I do know that uh, USF, I suppose they were out some guys versus on Louisville and that really hurt the offense. But can't never sleep on any opponents because you see what they did to Florida, you know. And even though they lost to Louisville like that, they still show flashes that they're a great opponent. So we're going to take them seriously just how we would take anybody else. And, you know, just hopefully just play our, play our best game of football. Jeremy Lewis joining us. Jeremy, uh, a, a designed rollout for the new uniform combo that you guys will be wearing at homecoming dropped on uh, Sunday. And, uh, and and fans like the look. And uh, we had that video of you guys reacting in a room to it. Now that it's out there for everyone, uh, you know, how, how do you feel about that? Kind of the, the classic uniform uh, going with the white helmet with the pirate script. Uh, looks pretty bad. Uh, what do you think about it? Oh, I love them. Those jerseys are tough. I wish we could wear them every game. <laughs> I love I love the fact that we're bringing that, some of that past into the present, you know, playing, playing tribute to the ones who came before us, bringing those throwbacks out, you know, those white helmets. I mean, it was always nice. But, yeah, I love those helmets. They feel good, too. Can't, can't wait to play them. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a, a good look on the field for the Pirates. We talked to some guys last week, uh, Jeremy, and asked, I'll ask you this week, uh, what if you could pick the uniform combo uh, for a game, if they say, Jeremy, we're leaving it up to you, what what ECU uniform combo would you uh, pick? <laughs> oh, we're all black every time. <laughs> all right, I'm down with that. And we will be having a blackout later on this year, so uh, 
Jeremy will be excited about that. Jeremy Lewis joining us today on the Pit Electric Live Line. It'll be East Carolina and South Florida, weather permitting, coming up this Saturday. Another night game, Jeremy. I guess you're getting kind of used to these now, right? Yeah, getting used to these night games. Much better play in the day, but <laughs> it is what it is. Got more time to get ready for the game, so can't really complain, you know. There you go. Can't complain. You'll uh, you'll show up whenever they tell you to and play some football. Uh, Jeremy Lewis joining us. Jeremy, uh, good stuff, man. We'll let you uh, get your work in. What uh, I don't know any anything you're uh, you're focusing on this week of practice. I know you just want to get better every day, but anything in particular uh, you're going to be doing this week? Yeah, trying to transfer back over from that Navy stuff back yeah. to the regular spread stuff. That's going to be a big deal. So you know, just got to getting back, getting back to my keys and what I usually do, getting out the ball, trying to get the quarterback dropping the coverage you know it's normal stuff yeah that's a good point having to kind of relearn what you already learned uh before that navy game and uh getting back to a more traditional offense well jeremy we'll let you run man uh have a great week and man hoping we can get a game in but uh safe travels to you guys and uh, we'll catch up with you next monday man yes sir appreciate you all right that is ecu linebacker jeremy lewis joining us today on the delcor players lounge let's take a break we'll come back uh, we will, let's see, we got Bailey at five, Isaiah, we'll run a little Jim Lauk when we return. I talked to the play-by-play voice of the South Florida Bulls earlier today. We'll run that interview when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial product, uh, excuse me, commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All righty, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Saw a um, comment in the YouTube chat that said, this just in, the airport in Clearwater is closing tomorrow. Does that mean the team will have to travel early tomorrow morning? no it does not i saw on twitter that um st pete clearwater international airport is operating today and tomorrow morning is scheduled it will close at one o'clock on tuesday due to mandatory evacuation orders from the county it will remain closed until that order is lifted and the thought is that should be lifted by friday when the team is flying in uh for the game on saturday evening against south florida so that uh, will not affect travel as of right now. Uh, but we are keeping up to date and in tune on uh, what is going on. A few hours ago, I had a chance to talk to Jim Lauk and uh, what I do, I get up with the opposing team's play-by-play voice early in the week and get them on Pirate Radio Live and uh, our pregame show and ask Jim if he could do something this week. And he said, let's go ahead and do it now because he doesn't know what the conditions are going to be like later this week. So uh, we lobbed him a phone call earlier today, 
and uh, talk some South Florida football and uh, ask them about the weather as well. And we'll hear that right now. Jim Lauk on the Pit Electric Live line. Jim, how you doing? I'm good, thanks. Appreciate it. And uh, we will I'll, I'll let everyone know we're recording this on Monday early in the week because we're kind of unclear on uh, what the situation is going to be down there later on in the week. And, Jim, you're following this. And, look, we can uh, certainly commiserate with you here in eastern North Carolina with all the storms and hurricanes that have rolled through here and the uncertainty and that feeling it gives you but uh we're hoping uh the best for you and uh what what as we sit here on a monday what is the kind of expectation around where you are well there's a little bit of concern because it's it's a powerful storm and it's slowed down also so it might be off the coast a little longer than people originally thought so we're just, uh, you know, kind of following the standard rules that you always follow. Take it very seriously. Be prepared and pack up and go if you got to pack up and go. Right now we're staying put, but we're watching pretty closely. Yeah, we're, we're thinking about you folks down there uh, in that Tampa area and down in the state of Florida. And uh, that storm has already affected some high school football here in eastern North Carolina. Games scheduled for Friday have been moved up earlier in the week, so... Uh, that uh, that storm is going to move a lot of things when it comes to the sports world and, of course, uh, have bigger effects on uh, our everyday real lives. Uh, but, Jim, we'll, we'll kind of switch gears and, and talk about the football aspect of this thing. So I guess the, the first question for you is the uh, what happened, uh, what a difference a week makes. Uh, you guys have the ball with the chance to beat the Florida Gators in the swamp and then the following week lose uh, 41-3 to to South Florida. So what was the difference in those two uh, South Florida teams you saw there, Jim, in those two games? Well, really disappointed. If, if you look at the stat sheet, they had Florida beat up and down the field, and they made a couple of critical mistakes, and they were still in a position to win the game. And All of a sudden, instead of going for the winning touchdown, you have a bad snap, and it gets away from the quarterback. You lose a ton of yards, and now you're kicking a field goal, and the holder drops the snap on the field goal, and you miss the field goal to tie, and all of a sudden you lost a game you probably should have won. And I don't know if there was carryover from that or not. Uh, They said there had a good week of practice, felt good going up to Louisville, but uh, they weren't in the game from the very beginning against the Cardinals. And, you know, give Louisville credit, they're a very good team, and they were a little burned up after letting a game get away against Florida State the prior week. But uh, it definitely was disappointing because uh, I think the team uh, had had felt like they had kind of started to turn a corner even with a loss at Florida. And uh, then you go up to Louisville, play a game like that, and it makes you rethink things a little bit. South Florida, no stranger to playing tough non-conference schedules over the years. And, boy, this was about as tough as it gets. BYU uh, with the opener. We'll see the Cougars later on this season. Uh, East Carolina will on the road. Uh, that game at Florida at Louisville. And then uh, South Florida knocked off Howard 42-20. to And, Jim, uh, I guess battle-tested is a good word. Is, is it almost too tough of a schedule to, to start out of the gate? What did you think of the, uh, the non-conference play? Yeah, it was difficult, and I think that's got to be the the message to the South Florida players and fans right now. You look at those four non-conference games, BYU, Howard, Florida, Louisville, and what do you think? One and three, probably. And that's exactly what happened. You know, the, the 
disappointing thing, I think, was that they were non-competitive against BYU after playing them very close out in Provo last year, and they were non-competitive against Louisville, and they let one slip away against Florida. So it's a painful one and three. But the tale of the tape on this team has always been conference play. And what happens from here on out is going to really determine whether this team is considered successful or not. So it's an old cliche, but 0-0 in conference play, I think, is uh, kind of what they're thinking of now. Jim Lauk, voice of the South Florida Bulls, joining us. Jim, as we look at the offense, the uh, the three-headed monster, Bohannon at quarterback, uh, uh, Batty running the football, and then Xavier Weaver, man, he has put up some numbers this year with 20 catches, 252 yards, the leading receiver for this South Florida team. So how about offensively, uh, Jim, what's gone right and, and what needs to be fixed heading into conference play? Uh, they've got to get their passing game figured out. They're the only uh, team in the country right now without a passing touchdown. Uh, haven't got one yet. Um, and part of the problem has been real serious injury situations against Louisville. Weaver was out. Jimmy Horn was out. All in all, their top four receivers, none of them played in Mm. that game. So that makes a big difference, and they're hopeful to get at least some of those folks back uh, for the next game. Uh, Gary Bohannon, you know, has, has done some nice things. He had a 100-yard rushing game against Florida, uh, but he's you know been picked six times, hasn't had much help from his receivers, to be honest, had some drops, had some patterns not run correctly, uh, but at the same time, he's also made some throws that uh, I'm sure he would have liked to have had back. So that's the biggest part of the offensive challenges now for USF. They have run the ball fairly well, They were very successful on the ground against Florida, had two 100-yard rushers in the game, not as successful against Louisville last week. But Batty and Mangum have been very good carrying the ball. They're hoping to get Kelly Joyner back soon. He's been out all year with an injury. So that's been a little bit uh, more of a success for them offensively, keeping the ball on the ground. Jim, on the defensive side, numbers uh, not very good in the run department as uh, USF allowing 312 yards per game there, 261 through the air. So, uh, you know, what are the the bright spots on defense? And then uh, what's got to change here defensively once you uh, enter conference play? Well, it's really interesting. You know, you you have to look for them, admittedly, but you can find some good numbers. Their tackles for loss are quite good through four games. They're on a a higher pace of getting sacks than they were last year. But the run defense is a problem. Getting off the field on third downs has been a problem. Uh, They have a lot of new people. They hit the transfer portal pretty hard. They have had a lot of injuries as well. Everybody's got them, even at this stage of the season. But South Florida, I think, has probably had a little more than their share on the defensive side, like the wide receiver situation last week, they had one game where their top four defensive backs, all four of them were out. So uh, they're trying to get healthy and get back a little bit, but uh, they've got some work to do defensively to figure out some some things uh, as the conference season approaches. 
Jim Lauk joining us, voice of the South Florida Bulls, as they prepare for conference play. East Carolina coming off a loss. Jim to Navy Pirates were hoping to close out September with a three and one record. Go ahead and get a one and zero in uh, league play. And Navy reminded us how tough they can be. They look really bad. Their first two games had a bye week, and then came in here to to uh, Greenville and knocked off the Pirates in double overtime. So uh, you you've called plenty of those games. I'm sure you know how frustrating a night with Navy can be and uh, we just felt that here in Greenville. I'll tell you what, I've been doing games for a long time and I'm just as dumb now as I was when I started. I can't figure out most of these finishes <laughs> and why games uh, wind up like they are. You know, looking at South Florida's year, I thought they would be right there with BYU as they were last year. Uh, I didn't see the slow start coming against Howard. That was actually a tight ball game until well into the second half. Florida, I was very concerned about, and they wound up, uh, you know, coming literally within inches of winning. And then I had a great feeling going to Louisville last week, and uh, that didn't prove to be well-founded. So I don't have a clue from week to week, I'm afraid. Yeah, well, you get paid to call the games, not to pick them. And uh, you do a good job with that, Jim. So uh, you'll, you'll stick with that, I'm sure. Jim, uh, man, wishing uh, you and the folks down there um, safety this week and hoping we can get a game in on Saturday. But I appreciate you joining us here earlier in the week to uh, talk some football and uh, stay safe down there, Jim, and we'll catch up with you again down the road. All right. Glad to do it. Appreciate it. All right. There is Jim Lauk, play-by-play voice, South Florida Bulls. We'll keep you up to date on the game and uh, something we'll talk about, I'm sure, throughout the week as things change. Uh, as of right now, it is game on down in Tampa for Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Kickoff time for Tulane announced, and it is going to be a 3.30 start time on the U, ESPNU, coming up. Uh, a couple of Saturdays from now as East Carolina back-to-back road games here to uh, continue American play. All right, uh, we will take a break, come back. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live on tap. We got a giveaway for you, a chat with Double B, Brian Bailey, and also uh, Isaiah Winstead. That and a lot more coming up on Pirate Radio Live here on a Players Lounge edition of the show. We got more for you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday, Players Lounge edition of the show. We got... Uh, more players to chat with later on right now. We'll talk to a true player, Brian Bailey, yeah. WNCT. Don't hate the play. I hate the game. Channel 9. All right. BB, how you doing, man? Not too bad. How game are you? day for you. Yeah, it is. Well, my Cowboys tonight. Yeah. Monday Night Football. The undefeated Giants. The NFC East showdown. Yeah, Between showdown. the uh, 
teams that might be trying to keep up with the Eagles. Oh, well, I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Both going to try to keep up. I'm not sure if anybody will, but uh, I think one game at a time. See what happens tonight. They look tough, and uh, looking forward to uh, tonight's game. I always joke about putting these NFC East games on primetime and how brutal they are. But after last night's game, I welcome that was brutal. I welcome anything I can get. But the, the Broncos look sick disgusting and uh and came out with a w though you know it's funny when you when you, i shouldn't say this but when you get older you have to go to the bathroom at night like six <laughs> times while you're sleeping yeah so i get up and i checked you know i went to bed early last night i fell asleep in the second quarter i think but i got up and i, I looked at the score and i was like what i had to refresh i was like there's no way it's 11 Your score abs had not yeah, refreshed it's not right yeah. But, it, yeah that was right it was brutal some bad quarterback play good defense play i guess but uh broncos knocking off jimmy g who looks putrid and the niners last night yeah. enough nfl that's all that happened that's yesterday. all that happened yesterday boy your commanders commodores whatever you're gonna call them they absolutely brutal uh my sister for the first time bailey went to an nfl game saw the panthers play the saints and she was all jacked up about that i was surprised at that getting their first win yeah panthers play some tough defense the whole day and that's uh that's good for matt rule because uh, his seat was warming up yeah well it's i think it still is i think so it's week to week right how hot that seat is but definitely needed that one yeah and uh they got a big division well they got to find some offense somewhere i mean baker's not the guy they need to do something different but they don't have you know donald's still hurt i guess he's still recovering but they just can't find any offense and uh yeah the nfl i mean it's funny because because you go from week to week. Who saw the Jaguars? Did, didn't the Commodores beat the Jaguars in week one? The Commodores did beat the Jaguars. <laughs> I said that. I really didn't mean it that time, but they did. Uh, but, but yeah, and then, you know, and Zay Jones getting the touchdown. He had, what, eight catches for 87 yeah, yards and, and the TD. So that was good to you see. You notice he did the um, classic Charger celebrations. He did the lights out Merriman. And then did the Ladanian Tomlinson. Oh, did I didn't uh, notice making that. its rounds on social media. Oh, yeah, in yeah. fact, Merriman said something about it, and Zay said I uh, had to honor the great or whatever. So, oh, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. He backpedaled his way because he's exactly. backpedaled some before. Yeah, with the moonwalk <laughs> and everything. Uh, so yeah, got NFL tonight right here on Pirate Radio. Uh, Bailey, uh, we are all of a sudden becoming weathermen as we yeah. follow what's going to happen this week. And uh, talked to Jim Lauk earlier today and recorded that. We're going to air it tomorrow, but he's kind of concerned about the storm is one thing and it's going to be out of there, but like flooding and what's going to yeah. happen. So I know a lot of people making a lot more money than we are talking about this game and maybe some uh, how they're going to play it, where they're going to play it, all that stuff. Yeah, and, and I'm not sure what the answer is. I think it's a very real possibility that they won't be played this weekend. I, I just don't know. And, and I don't think anybody knows. It depends on when the storm gets there, what the storm does, you know, how strong it is when it gets there. I mean, there's so many intangibles. And, and you can't put any student-athletes, whether they're from South Florida or from East Carolina, and there's a slew of Florida games this weekend. So it's not like they're the Lone Rangers. Yeah. So you can't put any of the student-athletes in harm's way. So they have to kind kind of figure that out and i was talking to brian Mito earlier today and he's been on some of those trips that that included parts of hurricanes he said those flights are brutal so well, i was gonna say you got to think about that part right too, yeah you gotta get there after it goes through florida it's gonna come up right. and could affect us here yep and when does ECU leave? Where does that, you know, so there's a lot. I think of, there was all kinds of talk. There may have been some talk about leaving a day early and going west uh, and staying somewhere. But that's, you know, think about the expenses involved with that, you know. And then then you don't even know if you're going to get to play. So I think that there, there's a whole lot. And as you said, a lot of people that make a whole lot more money than, than I do are going to make that decision probably. They've got to make it fairly soon because they've, teams have to be 
preparing for getting there. Because, you know, what I've learned, and, and last year it was the first year I've had a chance to travel with the team uh, doing the coaches show. But what I've learned, and I really didn't realize it, but they have to plan everything for those guys. I mean, I mean, you know, when, when they fly, when they arrive at the site, there's buses waiting for them, the, the state troopers that take them to the hotel. I mean, it's fascinating to see all that in work and, and trying to get them all fed. And so it's uh, – and you can't just say, okay, well, we'll, we'll leave a day early and do this because, you know, what are you going to do with that? Right. Yeah. And these, that particular storm is already changing some schedules here when it comes right. to high school football, right? Several high school football games have already moved to Thursday. South Central moved their game with New Bern to Wednesday. And that looks – New Bern looks to be one of the best teams in the state. And South Central is obviously struggling. So that one's Wednesday. Uh, I haven't heard on some of the others, but we um, expect to hear either later on this afternoon, this evening, or sometime early tomorrow. I think most of the games will probably be moved to Thursday. And one thing about this week's high school football schedule, I was working on it this weekend, there's only one game in our area that we can find between two teams with winning records. And that's just fascinating. With all the games out there and all the teams out there, because we do a game of the week each week, and we were trying to find, you know, what could it be? And the only thing we came up with was 3-2 and two Havelock against 3-2 and two Conley. Which is a good game. It's a great game. And happens to be the only one, you say, with exactly, winning records. with winning wow. records for both teams. So, uh probably have that one for you coming up Thursday uh, be tuned to Brian Bailey Ken Watlington and Touchdown Friday because yeah. I saw earlier today Ken Watlington with some news Formville Central Washington uh, will be Thursday at 7 okay good uh, so keep an eye on the times too he said Wallace Rose Hill North Lenore at 7.30 so that's Thursday as well that's yeah. Thursday yeah. Uh, uh, Green Central at Aiden Grifton uh, Thursday, so that one. Yeah. Uh, touchdown Thursday looks like it. Looks like touchdown. Or Thursday. Do you still do a show Friday with the highlights, or how's that? No, well, we it depends on how many games we get that are just Thursday, and how many decide to, to stay Friday. If we get a half and half, we'll usually do a show and do the second part of our show will be the games from Thursday. If we're all Thursday, which it looks like this one's going to be, then we'll probably do an abbreviated uh, show on Thursday, and we get with our news people, and they're really good about you know letting us because you know the whole thing's a little different when. It's just on a Thursday, so it's it's a little different, but we'll see how it goes. Brian Bailey joining us. Pirates coming off a loss to Navy. Brian, a frustrating game. You had chances to win it, a chance uh-huh. to win at the end of regulation. Had old Naylor's on earlier today. Talked about the throw across the body, the cardinal sin for a quarterback, and he knows it. Everybody knows it, but it happened, and uh, you just gotta uh, not let that happen in the future. It was a frustrating way to end it. And man, you were looking at three and one, feeling good about yourselves, two and two. Not feeling as good. Not feeling as good with the schedule coming up because yeah. you know you look at that schedule and there, there are a lot of games that that like Coach Houston said. There's a lot of games that'll be fifty fifty. Yeah. Mean, I mean East Carolina obviously can compete. I think they can compete with anybody on their schedule, including going to Provo to play BYU. But again, they won't be favored in that game. There's some other games they won't be favored in as well. Yeah, you can beat anybody, you can lose to anybody, right. and we're gonna find that out uh, against South Florida Pirates. Are a open up as a eight seven and yeah. a half point favorite against South Florida. Saw that. A little surprised, but I think that's more of a byproduct of what South Florida did against Louisville uh, because they weren't very good against the Cardinals. So they played Florida tough earlier in the year and yeah. uh, missed a field goal to tie it at the end down at the Swamp. A couple weeks ago, South Florida had the ball with a chance to beat Florida, and they don't do it. They lose. Then they get blown out by Louisville. 
Also, two weeks ago, Tulane beats Kansas State, who just beat Oklahoma. And then Tulane follows that up with a loss to Southern Miss as big favorites. Yeah. So it is, it's turning to the NFL, where it's right. week to week. It's, it, that's exactly gotta, what I was thinking about. <laughs> it's turning because I can never pick an NFL game. Yeah. And now I can't figure out who's going to win in college football because it's just, you know, it, it's just crazy. I swear, look, I, th- I swear Georgia had a kid, I forget what his last name was, he had a, I think he had money on the game with, with a 45-point spread because he had a fumble, a muff punt, a mi- he dropped a touchdown pass. Are you investigating thinking, this kid? I don't know, I think side? somebody should. Okay, all right, we'll look into that. Uh, but yeah, man, it is, uh, you almost have to train, we do all these preview shows, we talk all week, four-hour pregame, and we try to tell people what we think might happen, and and then the game kicks off, and everything so like says out the window. You know, we, we we knew that Navy had the extra week to prepare. Yeah, and you could almost tell early on Navy on defense was putting eight, nine guys. Maybe I think sometimes they had eleven up there, and they were dropping a couple back, obviously. But it was it was really crazy to watch. You know what they were doing. I think they really confused the Pirate offense the entire game. Yeah, and that was the big letdown for me, and I think for a lot of people, the All offense. Right. I, the defense played well enough to win on Saturday. Yeah, and I think the Pirate offense, I mean, they're better when they're slinging it all over the place. You know, Coach Logan used to say, sometimes you got to pass it to set up the run. And I think that that right now, when you can't get the running game going, I think you got to figure out a way. But then again, it's it's really, you're not really sure how many of those first down calls were called from upstairs, how many of them that, that Holton had checked off to, if he did. I mean, there's a whole myriad of things that could be going on as far as that goes. But, uh, yeah, they got to, they got to figure that thing out because I think they've got the we we saw some lightning out there. There was also some big plays by the receivers. Yeah, Isaiah had a big catch Man, and run. CJ had a, a great catch that I don't think yeah. anybody talked about. But it was on the sideline. He went up and I, I said I said oh Holton threw that thing way out you know way high, but he caught it and then he got that one foot down and it was it, on it was uh, part third of a big or fourth play. down too. It was, it was a big it, play. It was, yeah, it was one of the two, but it was a big play. It was on third. Ryan Jones finding the end zone again. They've got the weapons. They yeah. uh, they just got to figure it out, and hopefully they will. Against the Bulls of South Florida, as conference play continues, they start 0-1, but still a lot of a lot of games left to go and a lot of, uh, hopefully, wins on the schedule. All right, BB, uh, what else got going on? We got – did you see uh, a lot of uniform news coming out? What did you think of the – up to date, uh, I don't know what are they calling them the uh, modern throwbacks or whatever they're calling it. Well, I don't think uh, it's the it's the way well, I understand it. It's the uniform that that somebody had a contest and they decided you know and he he put together parts of different. Uniforms. His name is Will Treadway and okay. he'll be on Pirate Radio Live tomorrow. Okay, and so I think he took different parts. He did, be, but I don't. You know, it can't be a, a throwback because it has pirates across. The I don't pirates, like the pirates. It said like, but I think for the young kids, I think they may, they may like it better than the old folks do. I like East Carolina across the chest. So the pirates was the now quote unquote, right? And then you got the stripes, right. which is the nineties, and yeah. the script, which is the seventies. And when I got here in eighty four, it was the script. Okay, eighties, yeah. and they so. changed it about eighty five or eighty six. May have changed it when Bill Lewis got here, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, but and and I like I don't like <laughs> don't mention the white helmets <laughs> don't say it and what i, I would have okay if i was choosing i would have just rather had a full 1991 uniform oh me too and, oh. and that would have looked great or, or but i think it's it, it's 
I think they're still going to do a throwback either later on or in the future. I think there's still some plans. This is not their throwback. Well, there's some breaking news that we don't know. Well, now don't quote me because that may not be true. <laughs> but I don't think this was designed to be. No, this is like a, kinda, a one-off. Right. I, I think. Like, like, yeah, exactly. But but I, I think that, you know, I'm, I've never been a fan of the white helmet. Is UConn the only team East Con's beaten with the white helmet on? I believe so. And was that the game that was played on a Sunday up there that because of a, a, a scheduling deal? And, and UConn Sounds came right. back and almost... Uh, Tarbud missed the field goal. Exactly. Got him Tarbud. Yeah. I couldn't remember if that was the white helmet or not, but I yeah, thought I it, think so. Thought it was, but uh, yeah. Don't say the white helmet. So if we're wearing purple helmets, does Aylers not make that throw the other night? Uh, I don't know that, but I, I think I <laughs> think the pirate look? logo in script looks better on a purple helmet because that's the way I'm used I to seeing know. it back in the day. Nah, I, I'm with you there for as far as that goes, but man, that that. Yeah, that was a, a a good game for white helmet haters the other night. Oh, yeah. Now they can say, see? Yeah, told exactly. You, don't wear them. Uh, but anyway. And also, how about the script coming back to uh, basketball uniforms? I saw that. How do yeah. you like those? Yeah, I like that. I like I like some of those uniforms. I think that, that they look good. And they've got basketball media day tomorrow. Uh, Coach uh, Schwartz meets the media at 3. Got a big practice. in-state recruit yesterday. Saw that. Yeah. So, Four-star. Uh, Jordan Vick. Yeah. So, and I don't think he can comment on that yet because he, he – he, uh, Committed. committed, right? Not signed. correct. He's committed, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's that's good news to hear. And you know, I, I mean, I think we all we all just want to see him winning basketball. You know, and and I'm I'm good friends with Joe Dooley. You know, appreciate everything he did, um, but you know, I think Coach Schwartz. The times I've talked to him, he's been very good. I'm going to ch- get a chance to meet with the basketball team and the, for the men and for the women, I'm doing some media training type stuff. So we're looking forward to that coming up in October. So that'll be fun. I still think about when you uh, you said you talked to Coach Lee after a win early on and said man it's a big win coach you, I did. you get to 500 or a game over 500 and, I know. and he's like and what he say to you he like said, well this ain't nothing yeah, like, he, he said well I don't know why everybody's so excited you know we got bigger plans than that I, said, I think they'd won two or three in a row on the yeah, road is yeah. what it was I said coach that just doesn't happen coach. Coach. it doesn't happen and he's like, trust me uh, and he said I was like coach come on get back this to me. me you're talking to get back to me in two years and yeah. tell me how big this important this is yeah. but you see these guys come in Bailey they're young hungry excited Excited, and you just hope that the uh, the curse of Minji's doesn't drain them yeah. of their enthusiasm. Yeah, and I think, but Schwartz has that energy. And yeah. He's bouncing around, and uh, I look forward to working with him. I think it'll be a lot of fun. He, he's obviously a basketball junkie, loves it, and uh, those guys are fun to do a coaching show with because even in a loss, they can they can you know tell you how it happened, and, and you see it kind of you know what went on here because sometimes the ball just doesn't go in the basket. It's kind of one of those weird sports that just happens sometimes. And year one, you're in that honeymoon period. Where where, yeah, you want to win, but it's not necessarily all about your right. record. It's about building something, and and uh, Schwartz is going to be involved in that year one. And, well, it's just like Joe said all along: you got to get old and you got to stay old. Right. And the Pirates well, can never get old. They haven't done it before the portal. Right? They had guys. Yeah, leaving. they couldn't do it before. Now the it's now almost the impossible. Exactly. <laughs> they, you got to get old and stay old, and they just haven't been able to do that. We're just going to have to get old every year. Just bring in old guys. See, I got that getting old down. Brian bad. Bailey's I've the got only it down old. Bad. Per- person involved in I'm, basketball i'm old <laughs> well bailey uh we'll let you go right, All right. you're uh you gotta eat dinner right S- sounds good gotta get out of here yeah. early bird special <laughs> that's right <laughs> and melissa gets on me about that too she'll say you know i married an old man like, yeah you did hey, man. He's a, he's a nice old man, but he's an old man. He's a great man. Yeah. He is Double B, Brian Bailey. We will take a time out, come back, have more for you. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. They buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Isaiah Winstead going to join us inside the Players' Lounge coming up on uh, in this hour before we wrap up today. Uh, question on Facebook about Keaton Mitchell. Is Mitchell hurt? Uh, we have talked to Ho Nailers, Rajay Harris, and others. They said Keaton is uh, doing good, getting treatment, and should be good to go. We'll be good to go Saturday against South Florida. So that is positive news coming out of Saturday where he did have to leave the game. Other news um, we talked about it on the show, and we put it out on social media. East Carolina has added a new name to the basketball staff. Uh, an NBA veteran, Reggie Williams. Uh, he is the director of player personnel. Now, Bobcat, great. So you said, do you remember Reggie Williams from Charlotte? And I said, no, but I do remember a Reggie Williams that went to Georgetown. And uh, Jay in the Facebook chat was thinking that was the same Reggie Williams. I, I, initially, that's the Reggie Williams I thought of. Uh, this Reggie Williams went to VMI and actually led the NCAA in scoring for two straight seasons. That's pretty impressive. Uh, But he had an 11-year pro basketball career. Uh, He joins the team, so uh, good experience to add to the mix. i got to be honest, I don't remember him playing for Charlotte. didn't remember the name, but when I looked him up and saw a picture of him, I do remember him in a Bobcats uniform. Okay. And uh, he he was there in Charlotte from 2011 to 2013, and uh, so that was uh, 2011 was the first year I really started watching the Bobcats. Did they go to the playoffs one of those years and get mm. swept? Maybe, by maybe, Miami? Tw- maybe 2013. I think so. That 2011 season was a doozy. That was the year that the Bobcats only won seven games in the NBA and then missed out on the first pick and didn't get Anthony Davis. Nope. And got Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Yep. And there's no, yeah, no reason to get into that right now um let's see before isaiah gets here shirley let's hit uh, a couple of calls from the fifth quarter <laughs> chandler do you want to hear a comical one or a nice sincere one first um i've I actually listened to both of these but i say we go ahead and get the negative one out first the negative one would that be the comical one um, yeah comical what's the name is it uh in zebulon what's the guy's name shirley mark 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 in zebulon has coaching experience against Holt Nailers. And uh, he talked about it on Saturday night. So we go next to Mark in Zebulon. Hey, Mark. Hey, what's up? What's up? Look, people keep talking about, you know, DK needs to make an adjustment. Mike Houston needs to make an adjustment and fire his tail. It's not DK. They should start calling him Princess Peach. He sucks. I mean, we, why would you call him that? The only time we do anything is when we just got purity, better Jimmy's and Joe's out there. The X's and O's suck. Look, I'll tell you one thing. I 
I played, I, I coached the team against Holton Aylers when he was in Dagon Middle School, and he only had one guy to throw to. And all you had to do was shut that down, and we beat him. And the, and the sad part is, it's the same Dagon thing at ECU. You just shut huh. down one receiver, and it's just, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to pump myself up. I'm just talking about the, the same strategy that worked against the dude in middle school worked against the college. Is this real? Said, what middle school was it? I, I want to hear the details. What does that say about the offensive coordinator? What, what middle school would you coach at? His offense is so blank. <laughs> Mark! We don't most Mark! There's no, there's no shit. There's nothing. Don't, l- don't let him off it's the hook. Terrible. Does he have a Stop. phone that can't Clip, hear don't and can only speak into it? Mark! What? What middle school did you coach at? It was EBA cock, man. He played <laughs> God, he had no one. There was too many white ankles on the field for Chicago. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he had one other big... He had one other big white guy here throwing to <laughs> Mark shut him down in middle school. Oh, man. That's good look, stuff. I'm not Claim even, to look, fame. Look, I'm not even telling you, and it was an accomplishment. Chicago. So, <laughs> I'm just, All right, Mark. Thanks, man. I'm just telling you that I, it feels like I could take my middle school D. All right. No one crap about football tail, and I could go shut down Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Peach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark and the boys are having fun yeah, tonight. He's got the whole house rolling. Former middle school coach at EBA Cox shutting down Aylers, and now uh, he sees it happen tonight. All right, Mark. Thanks, man. Uh, that was Mark. After was that a, people in the background laughing? <laughs> I think so. Uh, that's good stuff. After like a, a ten hour day here at Pirate Radio <laughs> and uh, a lot of hours on the air, I was getting a little loopy, and uh, that call really made me chuckle. Yeah, um, and I didn't get Princess Peach at first. Somebody had to explain it to me. I, I guess it was Glenn, but like the he um, was calling him DK. I guess as Donkey Kong, yeah, and Princess Peach. I didn't get that at first. My mind was not clicking on all cylinders, so I, I didn't know why that would be the nickname. But that is uh, anyway. Yeah, that was that was funny. Good call from Mark and Zabulin. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to the David call, uh, I, which was how you started off the show, right? It was very early in the. It was show. early in the show, and I started yelling. Yeah, at that guy. Ar- yeah. already yelling is Clip Brock. Early. By the way, when I yell, it's all like in fun. Like I'm, it's funny to me. Yeah. I saw some people like, the host is rude. I'm about to turn it off. Like, you don't have to say you're about to turn it off. You can just turn it off. That's fine. Yeah, just do it. You can just do it. Just you don't have to do tell it. us you're going to do it. Yeah. Um, but, man, that was pretty funny the other night. Uh, Isaiah Winstead joins us. Isaiah, good to see you. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Hey, doing great. Uh, I want to Let's hear one more call. Isaiah can hear this, too. This is actually from a Navy player's father who called in at the hotel, and I guess he found our – our post-game show and was tuned into it and uh he gave us a call uh what is his name shirley robert robert so this is robert who uh called into the fifth quarter the other night all right robert is in annapolis hey robert hey uh, guys i look uh, actually my son plays on navy he's a backup quarterback uh, zach random but he came down here and we just wanted to uh, we're up here in the hotel kind of and we kind of caught wind of this uh online or whatever and tuned in, man. You guys should be so grateful that y'all have like great fans, man. We came down here and they they were just 
you know, we got we had to turn start turning down beers walking in there just. <laughs> Yeah, I, I took I took a picture of tailgating with some of the Navy guys, and I, I'm wearing my camouflage uh, American U.S. United States uh, hat. Or my, you know, my son was in the Army. I appreciate all the service members. Um, you know, great atmosphere, absolutely. But I tell you what, Navy just came in, and they I agree with the callers. They outcoached East Carolina tonight, hands down. And they they there was a uh, there was some there was some kind of panic up there. Uh, Talking, talking with uh, Zach, and they really put they put the work in. And then you know it's kind of one of those things the season turns around. But man, I just really wanted to call just to kind of build you guys up, man. And the kicker, you know, tough luck. But you guys should be very grateful because y'all have some great fans. Y'all fill the place up, and you should be very, very proud of that. And uh, good luck for y'all the rest of the season. And uh, maybe we'll see you again, see you again next year up in Annapolis. That was Robert, a uh, parent of a Navy player calling in and uh, giving kudos to the Pirate Nation and not only for the game, but also the interest in the uh, the post game. We had a lot of calls the other night. The Navy play-by-play voice, Pete Medhurst, listened to it on the way driving back to Maryland and uh, talked about how dedicated the fans are. So uh, that was cool to hear. And you Pirate fans that were there and tuned in and everything uh, should be very proud. And Isaiah Winstead joining us. Isaiah has made a couple of stops here in college football and has seen different crowds. And uh, I, can you speak to that, Isaiah, about this Pirate fan base you've seen through four games so far? Oh, yeah, it's definitely electric, you know, like compared to, you know, I've been at the HBCU, I've been in the MAC, and they none of them compared to our crowd. Isaiah, uh, we knew it was going to happen sooner rather than later. You got in the end zone on a long catch and run, and I was wondering what's Isaiah going to do when he gets there. And we finally saw you're such like a quiet guy, but you showed some emotion. The uh, what was the salute all about there? <laughs> little little diss, little diss. I was in the in the in the mode, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and your your uh, your father was actually he is a military man, right? Yes, what did he serve in? In the army. In the army, okay. Yeah. So, man, you really did want to beat Navy the other yeah. night. I know he did for you, too. Uh, and, man, it, it looked like for a while. Oh, go ahead, I just Chilly. wanted to ask, was that already planned? Like, going into the game, did you know that you were going to do that? Or while you're running down the sideline, are you are you thinking, like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to be my celebration. Or nah, just it just happened at the – It just happened. Yeah. It just happened. <laughs> Straight emotion. It was good to see you show some emotion. We talked to Rajay earlier, and he said that sometimes you're, like, you're, you're a funny, goofy guy. But uh, a quiet guy, you got to get to know folks. In fact, when we, it seems like when we talk non-football, you talk more. Like when we talk about you and your accomplishments, you kind of brush that off. But so we get, we got to get some non-football questions for Isaiah today. Yeah. But before we get there, uh, we will talk about the game. And uh, how about it, Isaiah? How, how did everybody come back on uh, Sunday, responding from that loss? Uh, you know, it was a tough loss. So, you know. Not as excited as we wanted to be, but at the end of the day, we still got to be, whether we won or lost, it's the next game up. We got to be one and up. We still got a chance to be what we want to be, so got to keep our head up. How nice was it to uh, to get one and have open field, get to show off your wheels there? I was... Uh... Because the, the DB kind of, you know, bit on it, was, was going for the pick six, but you snagged it and open field ahead. That was probably my favorite touchdown ever because, like, you know, like you said, I never get a chance to – well, over my past receptions and touchdowns over the past years at, at my previous schools and stuff, I never got a chance to really show, like, that I can run in the open field and speed and stuff like that. So 
that was like probably one of my favorite touchdowns. Yeah, it was awesome to watch and uh, one to add to the highlight tapes that the uh, the NFL <laughs> folks are going to look at. So uh, Isaiah got South Florida coming up next. Are you? And it's out of your control, but are you keeping an eye on the weather, the hurricane, all that stuff going on? Yeah, they was talking about it in a uh, meeting we had. We might not be playing at Tampa. We might be playing somewhere else, but we should be playing in Florida. So, so if you do play, if you are playing the game and it's not in Tampa, it will be somewhere in Florida, you think? Should be. Okay. And I'm sure everything's on the table at this point yeah. as we're still early in the week. Uh, but South Florida did say they are canceling classes uh, starting today. But uh, the football game, as for now, is still on. But, again, that could change. And and around here, eastern North Carolina, we know about these hurricanes. They can shift east-west, and, and we'll see what happens. So, uh, let's see. Where did you grow? Have you ever you been through a hurricane before, Isaiah? Yeah. Okay. So that's Hurricane a, yeah. Andrew. I've been through a couple of tornadoes, earthquake. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Yeah. I don't like tornadoes, man. They scare me. Yeah. Anytime those pop up, I'm I'm terrified. All right, uh Isaiah, so have you looked at uh South Florida at all and, and you got into them yet? Yeah, we just left the meeting on them and like, you know, the DBs and coverages they run and stuff. That's about it. Did uh I don't know, did Navy do anything? Because it felt like y'all were really clicking going into that Navy game and you know they, they were able to hold you down from a lot of the night did i don't know did they do, do anything differently than you expected coming out than i expected yeah. no they ain't do anything different that we um expected they just played a lot of like uh it's like called trap so it's like cover two trap. so basically it's like doubling the outside basically so one over the top and then one at the bottom and gotcha. they played a lot of cover two and stuff like that so we kind of expected it but you know they did what they did. We came back at halftime, made some adjustments, and we started clicking even more. Yeah, three points at halftime. We were able to put some points on them in the second half. And then, man, uh, NOT uh, had a chance there. And, and you were about to get to, if uh, if Daffer would have made that field goal, the new the overtime rules where you just go for two. Every, like, are you aware of that? Like, yeah. I would have loved to seen. So how many like two-point conversion plays – do y'all have drawn up going into every week? Like you got a handful of two point plays. We got a lot. Got a lot. Yeah, so a lot of them. if it went into seven eight overtimes, y'all would have been good. Yeah, <laughs> right. we'd have had enough players for them. Good deal. <laughs> Isaiah Winstead joining us. All right, let's. Uh, Shirley Chandler, I'm gonna give you some homework. Think of a non football question for Isaiah. Uh, CJ said music. What kind of uh, kind of music are you into? Um, I listen to. You might not know who it is. I might. I I listen to Lil Papa. Why now? Why do you think I don't know who that uh, is? Clip He's loves Lil Pop. <laughs> Clip loves him. I've never heard of Lil Pop. <laughs> He's trending a little bit now, but right. you know he under the radar. Okay. Uh, I did say he's from Florida. I said uh, there's too many Lils, man. <laughs> I started with Lil Kim back in the '90s, then Lil Wayne came out. There's a Lil Baby. There's yeah, a Dub Baby. Lil Papa. Yeah. Lil Papa. All right. Lil, Lil Papa. Lil Baby straight too. There's Big Papa. <laughs> Do you like any 90s rap? Wu-Tang? Outkast? Mm, uh, that ain't my, my cup of tea. I'm an old man. Yeah. All right, what's your uh, question, Chad? Um, We've talked about movies. Um, you seen Click? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so what about... What about books? Are you, you seem like a guy, you're, you're laid back, you're quiet. You seem like you would like enjoy a good book. Do you read? Or did you read in high school? What did you read? 
Not for real. <laughs> nah, he's but not. He's I mean, not a reader. He's not a reader. I, I am like open to all that type of stuff. Like I, I am open to reading. Like you know, I ask like some of my people's like, what's yeah. a good book to read? Yeah, yeah. Just to just expand my knowledge in some <clears throat> some way, shape, or form. But I haven't really been into it lately. What about old TV shows like when we were kids, like Nickelodeon? Like, did you ever watch like any of those types of shows, Drake and Josh, and all that? Kind I of watched. Stuff? Uh, I watched. Billy and Mandy. Oh yeah, I, I watched um, that one too. Fairly Odd Parents. I watched Courage the Cowardly Dog, Tom and Jerry, Scooby Doo. All right, I know those. Yeah. Um, Classics. I watched. Uh, How about Bad Light? Codename Kid Next Door. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. I watched basically all of them. How about the bad cartoons? Family Guy, South Park, Simpsons. Yeah, I watched them too. <laughs> all right, good yeah. deal. So, yeah, South Park, Robot Chicken. Oh yeah, that was good. Okay, so you said that you you've uh, watched Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask, as a diehard Scooby Doo fan, do you or do you not like Scrappy Doo? Hmm. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan of it. Nope, I'm not so, a fan. My no. man, I prefer Scooby Doo. So okay. what's the deal? Like, well, because the show jumped the shark when Scrappy showed up. Oh, uh, yep. is that like when you, Scrappy, added, you added a character? You add a character, yeah. yeah Scrappy and, ruined and it. Scrappy ruined Scooby-Doo, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Right. So that was my my first question. My second question would be, of course, you know, everyone, you know, most, most people that play football, they have aspirations to go to the NFL. But uh, if you were not to go into the NFL, what profession would you like to go into? Uh, probably a professional to try to figure out how I'm getting the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that's fair. Go. That's fair. I like that answer. <laughs> um, what was that? Oh, I enjoyed CJ. Do you, if you have any questions, let us know. Um, so my daughter is 13, so she grew up watching like Yo Gabba Gabba, which was really weird. like a bunch of weird cartoons. But she did watch Scooby Doo. That was my favorite to watch with her because i couldn't get into some of the other stuff adam i guess is around my age he says we old heads don't know anything about drake and josh yeah. and he's right i don't i'm not familiar with uh, good show. with good drake show. and josh all right uh christian says what team what day is the team traveling i asked xavier earlier he said normal travel days friday i guess is that what you know you've never been on a road game with east carolina <laughs> <laughs> i'm asking the wrong guy over here it's all new to him um i would think it was friday friday for a night saturday yeah, night game it should be like friday morning yeah that's how it was in my old schools uh let's see what else did you ask cj you asked about music and there was one uh how about uh other sport if you weren't playing football what other sport would you be playing basketball definitely yeah, you got the height definitely yeah you got jumper or i lost my jumper i don't got it no more lift too much weight play defense Rebound. Yeah, I'm a, I can I can hoop. I can dribble. I can dunk. dunk. Can, I was gonna say, that. can you dunk? All right, what's the uh, coolest dunk you've ever done? Between my legs. You can do that. Yeah. You can you do wow. that today? Still? Right now. <laughs> After the game. Break out the goal. Let's go. <laughs> yep, we got it. <laughs> no, nah, not right now. But on a good day, if yeah. you prepared, you could. Yeah. Between the legs. All right. That that's was a, like that's the impressive. last time I did that. That was like in 2020. Who's your all-time favorite dunker? Um, 
Again, Vince I, Carter was good. I'm not trying to push my yeah. old man beliefs on you, but Vince Carter. I was gonna say Vince Carter, yeah. but I'm like, I ain't really, I don't even really watch basketball for until it's like, unless it's just on TV or it's like the finals or something. You don't really follow it that yeah, much. I don't really. The Vince dunk contest where he did, and he had some awesome dunks, but when he did the arm in the rim and like nobody cheered because they didn't really know what they were seeing. The honey dip. Is that what they call him? Yeah. And then they saw the replay and they were like, whoa, i never seen that before. So I think that's when the dunk contest ended. It it's hadn't over. been cool since then. Yeah. I don't know. But, nah, but that's just what uh, say. Here we go. What you got? Zach Levine? Yeah, I know. He's oh, good. man. Him and he got snubbed because yeah. him and Aaron Gordon yeah. went back. Aaron like, Gordon. Like, yeah, that was back, the last they went back one. and forth. That was the last good one? Yeah. What year was that? Gosh, that was probably like 24. 14, 15, but that's where he like jumped over the mascot and yeah. put the ball between, like put the ball under his legs. It was nasty. Did y'all see, by the way, they're changing the uh, Pro Bowl? And talked about this today. Yeah. Um, it's going to be like the Pro Bowl game. And I'm glad, I'm happy with that because. Get rid of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Just, uh, you can play a pickup game of basketball or baseball, but it's hard to play pickup football because you're, you're running, you're cutting, you're tackling. Like, if you're not going to play a real game, then just don't play it. That's what I've been saying about the Pro Bowl. So yeah. now they're going to some kind of skills competition type thing. What do you think about so that? So it's not going to be a game? It's not going to be a game anymore. There will be a game. It'll just be flag football. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they are including a flag football game in those games. It's going to be a week-long, which I guess, competition type deal. For the past few years, they have been doing these games already. They've been doing like some yeah. little side it games was, and stuff. Like throwing the football, trying to see who got the most accuracy yep. and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, you're right. There will be a flag football game. There will be football and non-football skills challenges. Uh, I'm trying to see some of those challenges. But it'll probably have receivers doing stuff. And uh, Oh, yeah, because they do the dodgeball yep. thing. That's right. I mean, I like it. Uh, it yeah. won't be too crazy for the crowd. Yeah. But yeah. it's just to keep people from being hurt. Exactly. Hurt. And if, you, if you're – you don't want your best player out there, like – and get hurt, get hurt. Well, not just so. that, but you also don't want players dropping out of the Pro Bowl yeah, you see games that a lot. because you see that. I mean, you see it now with Major League Baseball with their All Star game. It's like all of a sudden nobody wants to go to the All Star game. Some people it, want to take a break. Yeah. yeah, and so you've got to have some sort of incentive to to get these guys to come and and make it a lucrative thing for the NFL. Yeah. Charlie asked, how many years of eligibility does they have left? This is it. One and done. That's it. Last one. Last one. Uh, Adam says, uh, ask, say, has, he, has he ever heard of Pat McAfee? No. <laughs> okay. What is that? He is a uh, former punter. Play for the Colts. And now he is a broadcaster on WWE. And He does he, everything. He just joined College Game Day. I used to watch wrestling. WWE. I think we talked about that, right? Did we talk about that with you? No. Who are your guys? Who's your favorite guys? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> but I, I went to. <laughs> you don't remember. remember? I went to a pay per view. Oh, nice. What'd um, you go to? Armageddon. Oh, damn. What? Uh, where was that? Can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't remember. Don't young. remember. Oh, okay. Was, you were young. When, that was when um Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy when he messed his face up. I was there. Oh, like on the a ladder? ladder? Yeah. Dang, what was that, CJ? CJ probably can't hear. Uh, Pat McAfee's that dude right there. He's kind of a, a wild dude. But anyway, he's on everything. He's on college game day. Uh, yeah, was it Eminem? What was how come, the. Uh, how come he asked me, did I know him? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. 
I guess he wanted to know if you ever heard of him before. Um, all right. Any other questions for Isaiah? I like this because you talk more when we don't talk about football stuff. Yeah, um, I just I, I'm I think me and Clip are going to try to get us some more home games this year. But when you if you get a big catch or anything, can you give us a? We already asked him if he uh, don't want to do it. That's fine. Yeah, let me try my best. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. He's he, you or give us a salute. Salute us. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Charlotte? Aside from yourself, who do you think is the best hoops player on the team? Good question. Have you seen any? Have you, of you have you ever gone I head to seen head? Everybody, but CJ good. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, he was wow. good. CJ yeah. good. Jeremy played in high school. I oh. ain't never seen Jeremy play. Yeah. CJ. CJ probably. Can any of them dunk better than you? CJ. Oh, CJ. Really? Okay. That'd be fun. Uh, uh, postseason dunk contest. Winstead and uh, CJ. That would be yeah. fun. Raise some money for it or something. All right, we're going to start that idea if you're down. Um, this was a good question we asked the baseball guys. I, I don't think we asked you. Like, uh, do you like buffets? So, like, you've got a... Um, like a Chinese... So, so I'm going to name four buffets. Chinese buffet. Uh, <laughs> he said, nope. Breakfast buffet. Traditional buffet, like a Golden Corral type situation. And then what was the four? Pizza? pizza buffet which one would you go with i don't even eat chinese food dang i'm not ready to go to an all pizza buffet <laughs> all right we're down um, to two yeah so you got your Getting traditional or breakfast traditional because you got everything just a little bit of yeah. everything yeah all right fair enough isaiah thanks for joining us man appreciate you we're gonna have more uh weird questions for you next week <laughs> uh, you know what ask him the third grader question because i gotta hear his answer so how many third graders do you think you could beat up at one time <laughs> so they at all once they're so all the class dismisses they all come running at you how much could you take before they took you down third graders how old is that that's like so my daughter's in eight, eight years old she's 13 so about eight years old how many eight-year-olds could you uh, beat up? I probably think the whole school. Really? The whole school? The whole, a whole school of them. Yeah. The whole school. You're Taking just, them down. You're just standing Stomping there. on them. Standing there at the end, <laughs> saluting them. Pushing them down, saluting them. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, he, he's like giving them this. Come on, Billy. All right. Isaiah Winstead beat, could beat up an entire school an of third entire graders. An entire school. That's what I'm talking about. Entire school of third graders. Thanks for hanging out, man. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it. (laughs) All right, Shirley, we need to open up the booty bag. Make somebody a winner real quick. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. You ever heard that song? Bubba Sparks. It's not good. 317-1250. What are we giving away? Uh, Chico's. Chico's on the line. 317-1250. What caller? Five. All right, caller five. We'll have our winner and more after this. (laughs) 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official two physicians for ECU. Uh, Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Laura Askew of Winterville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's and you can enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP and more, plus ice cold cervezas. And Chico's famous margaritas are always available. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. When you got her name, did you say, Laura, I have to ask you a question and get your address? No. I figured you didn't. I, would I wasn't have. thinking. Nah. That's how my dumb brain thinks. If uh, I wasn't, you know, like trying to get the address and, and writing it down and she just told me her name, I might have thought about it. But Fair enough. I just didn't. Enjoyed our chat with Isaiah Winstead. I, I, I did it. too. I think, he, I think he enjoyed it the most. You think he enjoyed it? Sometimes I think he does. Sometimes I think he uh, thinks we're fools. And he's right. That's, that's probably most of the time. He's right on both accounts. That's probably most of the time. Um, but I, that, That's fair. He that's is fair. a very cool dude. He is cool. He's laid back. He really is. And I like that we... But now we started something here. We, we got to like really start peppering him with questions. Yeah, we, we got to get better each and every week. Yeah. So we're just going to bombard him with go questions to next board. week. And like the dumber the better. So we'll reach out to uh L H D uh wanted to ask about the chicken gorilla question and I didn't see that until too late, so I'll have to remember that one. So that was like, would you rather fight a one gorilla sized chicken or how ten, many? Ten chicken sized gorillas. Ten little gorillas. So we'll ask that one. Yeah, we gotta uh figure out some questions. There's gonna be a t- point in time where he's gonna go man what are y'all asking me man i know what what, what is this but it's our job to get him to that point we got to get but him. he definitely enjoys talking about off non-football questions yes yeah. more yeah and he definitely doesn't like to talk about himself nah he's very uh, humble guy pretty humble guy uh thanks to isaiah and his teammates jeremy lewis miles berry xavier smith rajay harris ryan jones the whole nailers also for the in studio guys my sister uh talked about it last week mailed uh flat stanley to the studio flat stanley so i was He's able here. to get pictures with uh, all the players that came in today mm-hmm. so i know her third grade class will uh enjoy that before isaiah beats them all yeah up. watch out for isaiah he can beat He's up going the, for whole the whole school, school the whole graders. school all right uh we are counting down the minutes for the remainder of this show what else do we miss from the weekend oh boy the commanders uh, continue to put up hilarious historical numbers so the week before uh against the lions they had allowed 22 points 22 to nothing and they hadn't got a first down yet which is that the first time that's ever happened in the nfl maybe yesterday um another <laughs> tremendous stat 
it was at one point in the game the eagles had 323 passing yards the commanders had negative one passing yards. good gracious i think i saw you post that on twitter and uh yeah that was a crazy stat to consider it was stats to consider chandler what volume too low whoops whoops Chandler, what quarterback has the lowest QBR in the NFL right oh, now? Oh, that's easy. Baker, baby. <laughs> Baker. 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 I already knew that one. How? That's Baker. But Baker. who is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL? Mm. I'll give you a hint. He's 2-1 and one on the year. Somehow Justin Fields did it again. Justin, Justin Fields, Fields yesterday, 8 of 17, 106 yards, 2 interceptions. 106 yards? 106 yards, two interceptions. Oh, my God. And his team won. How, oh, my God. How they are 2-1 and one with his numbers is amazing, but they are. Huh. Now, that's one way to end a sports talk radio show. By the way, Cliff Brock, Tony Collins, Troy D. Ellerby, our Survivor Squad. How's that going? It's going great. We move on. And a lot of people at Kansas City yesterday... And a lot of people had the Chargers. Oh my God! Did, did you see uh, Eric um, sleeping with the enemy? I did. And Patrick Mahomes. I almost yeah. said Patrick Mason. Patrick Mahomes going at it. No, I didn't see him going at it. I saw him talking to each other. Mm, that was heated. That yeah. was a, that was heated. And Patrick Mahomes explained it, and it was clear what was happening there. He wanted to go down and score. The enemy wanted to get to the locker room, and that was it. Shady McCoy called out Eric Bieniemy and said, "All he does is uh, argue with the players." I saw that tweet. <laughs> shady, shady, getting a little shady. Yeah. Uh, Shirley, we'll see you manana. Chandler, we'll see you manana. Yes. For uh, the crew here at Pirate Radio, thanks so much for tuning in today. We're back with you Tuesday, three o'clock, on an all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the Voice of the Pirate Nation.